0: We're live and on time. it's exactly eleven.
1: It's exactly twelve here yep.
0: and, uh, eleven mountain.
1: I always said it five mountain. I always said it five minutes ahead because of not only technical difficulties but Chad Elkins likes to cut things very 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 close and you know how I am with timeliness and being on time I was here, I was down here
0: in the hunker bunker five minutes too mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, Clary hasn't sent me the link. I'll share it on Facebook. I'll share the YouTube link. And
1: you see, I've been sharing hear- your uh, your podcast as well. Yes. When you ask, you get Thank the you, you. Give, you give the guilt trip at the end. I'm like, oh yeah. I should share the <laughs> that's guy. Not a guilt yeah. trip. That's not that's not that's sort of a blood
0: shekels, automatic blood shekels or like shekels. It's like a, a like and share shekels rant. I've got it, it's permanently embedded in my brain. I've got the cadence down, I don't even have to think about it. I just do it. So it's not I, to guilt trip, sort of.
1: <laughs> no, it, but it's it, it's one of these things where I've, I've given up on it because people just aren't going to get it. Um, but a couple people do, like Sandman, who has a website over at YouTube. Uh, some of you may have, he's a MGTOW channel. May not agree with him all the time, but <clears throat> he's got this hustle. Um, who else? Kerry um, Lutz at Financial Survival Network. Adam Piggott over pushing rubber downhill there's guys who get it where it's like hey send me traffic i'll send you traffic and we <laughs> yeah. can help each other out and it's called barter yep. and and traffic is the unit it's almost a unit of currency now yeah. because it can it actually does have an intrinsic value if you attach selling things and items to it because it will bring in money so traffic or clicks actually is money. The, the uh, uh-huh. modern day media knows that above all else. That's why they write these shitty articles and spin it. And then when you read the article, it has nothing to do with what the title is. But they, they got your click. They got your traffic. But you'd be amazed how hard it is to get other people within this sphere or any sphere. I, I, I'm, I'm sure other people who like they maybe they're specialists and they do blogs and podcasts about dinosaurs. Maybe. And I know this for a fact. Uh, the Medieval History Podcast, the World History, any of these history podcasts, military history. I'm like, well, these guys are probably a little bit more intelligent. So I've contacted these guys like, hey, I would like to advertise on your show, Curse of the High IQ. Nobody knows one, the money they got, and two, how to fucking barter. Right. I'm, I'm like, hey, cause and I won't met because they're good people, they're good professionals. It's like, hey, I'll send you traffic if you send me traffic. Oh no. It's this much per month and this much for per podcast or article. I'll say, "All right, fine." And I've I've thrown in a towel because it's like, "All right, fine. Here's my money. I get the tax deduction, you get to pay taxes on that revenue." Right. We could have we could have scratched each other's backs. Right. We could have helped each <laughs> other. We could have had this totally quarantine yep. removed from Uncle Sam and Uncle Walt's uh, taxation. We could have yep. just helped each other out. We could have just traded and you know, swap uh, uh beads for guns. No, we can't do that. We have to make a financial transaction, and now it's taxable. Now the feds know, and it's like, and I've I've instead of beat it takes more time for me to explain that mm-hmm. than the money I could make otherwise. So it's like, fine, I'll just pay the taxes, you know. And so it's that's- like
0: hiring somebody to take care of your kids through daycare. You're paying taxes on the money yes. you make at work, and then you, they're paying taxes on on the money that you give them to take care of your kids.
1: You. When hit there's a shortcut. It? There's a fucking shortcut called take care of your kids and take care of your goddamn kids. Yeah, I've said it before, but it's worth repeating again. The biggest irony, contradiction, and tragedy all in one is a disproportionate. Not all women. A disproportionate percentage of women are. Pursuing professions so that they can afford to have their own children and the things they want, so they can outsource their kids to other women. But those women also in turn, disproportionate percentage of them are paid to take care of other women's children. Yes. So you have women paying other women to take care of their children because those women need the job because they can't afford to take, you know, to, to take care of their kids. Whereas it doesn't have to be women, all right? It's just been that way in the past. If somebody stays the fuck home and takes care of the kids, then you'd, you're you in a lower income tax bracket. You get all these benefits, or at least you're not taxed as much.
0: You're basically you're, making 30% on that money. God,
1: you make, yeah, <laughs> you're making 30%. Here's, here's Titsy McGee. I have my master's degree in social work with a specialization in childhood education. It's like you are the most overpaid, overeducated babysitter who now has student loan debt that has to be paid off with mm-hmm. your paltry, shitty ass uh, 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 you know, part-time government job paying eighteen dollars an hour. Uh, it, it's just oh, that's why they
0: do it. That's why I'm sure why they do it is because they're in debt. They need the money.
1: But why and didn't they, if they didn't, oh, think didn't think it through? <laughs> didn't they didn't think you. it through. I want to work with I mean, you could ask gals today. I want to work with children. Well, why don't you have your own and raise them? Oh God, no, I don't want to be a stay at home mom. It's like. What? <laughs> what?
0: Yeah. T- what yeah. Yesterday, teacher. I told you. Yesterday, I I, I had MS. Right. Multiple I had MS. Sclerosis. I contracted MS yesterday. What? You did? Yeah. Martha what? Stewart. It's Martha oh, Stewartism. Oh, okay. What's that? What's Martha? Remember, I, I told you yesterday when we were arranging this podcast. I made the wreaths. I made the grapevine oh, the wreaths. wreaths. Yes. The wreaths. Yes. <laughs> yes. You didn't. I'm you out didn't, there in the cold. Going all Martha Stewart on those grapevines. It was you didn't pay fun. someone. It
1: was fun. I know, but you sure you wouldn't have been better off hiring someone who has a master's degree in wreath making? Yeah, I should have. Instead of you yeah. doing it yourself.
0: Because then, if I work this and I pay somebody to do that, I make this little bit on margin, <laughs> and I'm and I'm getting ahead <laughs> getting doing ahead. something I hate to pay somebody to do something that's awesome.
1: <laughs> oh, good. Uh, you know it's funny is is see now you guys because you wanted to have kids and you did have kids so this one apply to you It's all the see, gen x is getting old we old now we be old mm-hmm. and all oh, yeah. of these and we are we are right at the beginning of spinsterdom gen yep. x spinsterdom is here I mean, and it's the first chapter, and this is going to be a show I'm going to enjoy very much because all these gals who had all that career, they just did the baby boomer mom shit, except they turned it up to 12. So I'm, I'm entertained, but man, the ruining and the lamenting, <laughs> but Hey, you got to work with kids. They weren't yours, but you got to work with kids and you got to pay taxes on it. So good for right. you. What's up? Right. <laughs> What's a Gen X woman's name? What's a common? It was all Jenny and Jessies, and yeah, they're pretty normal, they're right? Pretty normal. Andrea. We mm. didn't have no Madisons. No, none of that. Whatever the, the kids, the name of the kids now. So uh,
0: well, another another update. You wanted mm. you wanted to know about uh, deer sheds, right?
1: Yes, yes, I did want to know about that. That was your mission today.
0: You know, just by chance, I was out. Um, Partaking in wood wars today because I've got a lot of there's they cut down trees and they just kind of let the wood sit there mm-hmm. and so I'm I'm you know it's cut into nice fireplace length so I'm I'm capturing all this stuff that would just rot guess what was sitting there on the ground next to some of that wood did you find
1: uh, a yeah yeah oh, I did, did I found one
0: it's mm-hmm. hard to find two because they usually don't they don't fall off at the same time right apparently okay. so it's hard to find a matching pair but I found uh what would be uh 8 pointer if i had both of them so four points not bad not 8 either and that's that's why you don't find them is because uh little critters eat them for the that, calcium i do yep. and know even that. some deer will eat, eat another own. deer's ant, antlers that's, yep that's interesting
1: well good maybe you could sell it for some money i'm i'm not kidding out there to like oh yeah that's worth 50 bucks i'm like what I've seen 20 of these in my hikings over the decades. You're saying I could have made hundreds, maybe thousands of dollars if I had just dragged back this this horn uh, that I found out in the wilderness? Like, yeah, apparently so.
0: And I suppose that, I I mean, the fact that they disappear through cri- little critters eating them, mm-hmm. you know, it means they're rare. So, yep. no, I'm not going to sell it. The minute I picked it up, I felt like... uh I felt like William Wallace from Braveheart in the beginning of that movie, where he uses the
1: the deer antler to kill the kill the guy. I, was like, I yeah. dude, it's been <laughs> so long. I only saw it in. I don't even think I saw it in the theater. Uh, it's been a while since I saw that. That was,
0: that was a movie really, I saw I... like four or five times in the theater. I just loved really. That movie. Yeah. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah, that was one. I that that yeah. one I think is overrated by all you guys. You guys are like, oh my oh. god, and then when this thing happened in brave Braveheart of Freedom. I'm like, yeah, I, I know. <laughs> you don't think yeah. where
0: the hero dies. You don't like it.
1: I, I don't. No, I you don't, don't like it when he hero- about
0: Kingsman too. You didn't like that part where he sacrifices. Yeah, you don't like the
1: hell it. You didn't, They didn't need to do that.
0: You don't like the heroic sacrifice.
1: I when it's called for because uh, you hate Jesus. That's why you hate, I hate Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Yes, I hate Jesus. That's a, you. You connected it so clearly. Uh, no, there's one uh, one movie where the good guys lose. Uh, but I like it because it's it's true is uh, a bridge too far.
0: Yeah. yeah. You ever see or, that one? Is it a bridge too far? Or is it the bridge over the river? Kwai?
1: uh The bridge over the river? Why? The good guys win. Oh, okay. Tragically, mm-hmm. Alec McGinnis gets killed. Yeah. Ben because
0: yeah.
1: yeah, Ben Kenobi. Yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah. Uh, but those. You know, here's one thing I liked about those old World War II movies. Although you could say A Bridge Too Far wouldn't necessarily fall into that, is they were more. Um, I know it's going to sound insulting, but they were good soap operas. They were sure. They were good dramatic plays,
0: yeah, where yeah.
1: The, the yeah, there's a plot, but it starts at the beginning and it ends in the last five minutes. So for example um <clears throat> uh The Great oh. Escape. Uh-huh. The movie itself is not about the escape. Yeah, that's at the end and there's action, but what I really liked about The Great Escape, and well, I think a lot of guys also like about The Great Escape is the rapport the guys have with one another and all the bullshit going on behind the scenes like they're they're making moonshine and they're and how do they dig the bridge and and all the ch- uh, tricks how they fool the Germans into thinking they're just good obedient uh, prisoners. Um I think that's that's uh, uh, one of the more more attractive things. So it, the fact that the good guys lost, not only is it historically accurate in a bridge too far, but it's almost secondary to that. It's almost kind of like I wanna I wanna hear Michael uh Kane say something witty and British and and the British right. attitude of oh we're going to die, let's go, you know, cheerfully. <laughs> and so that that's what I like about that. But the yeah, Braveheart, not doing. You know, want to hear
0: something there. cynical? I bet those old movies, those old World War II movies, wouldn't have been made like that if they had had CGI and the ability to do action scenes so easily like they do nowadays. They'd be making the they back then. They would make you know a two-hour-long action movie for World War II and not have all that drama and all right. that character development. It was all that character development stuff. I bet you was just kind of done out of necessity. Well, we got this budget. We're going to spend it all on this awesome action sequence, but our action sequence can only be maybe 10 minutes long. Five minutes, so, yeah. So we got to fill the rest of the movie building up to that action sequence.
1: The, How do uh, we do that? The longest day uh, was dangerously close to losing money, and it's because of all the action scenes. One, God, I can even remember it. They were talking about it where they they make it into a town, and they have to have... You know, you got to have a ton of actors, you know, hundreds mm-hmm. of people <laughs> acting as Germans or Americans, all the Axis extras, and Ali- all the extras. You got to shut down this entire town. They had, a, I think, a helicopter or something flying over right. and you could see the allies like they'd move and and they're like and go and they'd have to run out like yep. they're taking a taking the town. Um, so, all yeah, practical, I could, I could all
0: practical effects, really mm-hmm. difficult to coordinate. How is my sound going? You know what's going on right now is Mrs. D.T. Oh, Windows 10. No, Mrs. DT is working now. So, oh, she if my a... if my if my audio really really sucks, guess who's gonna win? Guess who's making money? Well, it would be the Mrs.
1: <laughs> yes, because we hate the women's here, right? <laughs> yes, we, we do. always hate the womans. Yeah, and I agree. If she's making the money, screw you. <laughs> yeah. She's making lots of money. <laughs> Good for her.
0: Good I know she's her. she's awesome. She's great she at what awesome. she does, and she's... she runs across at work all these guys that don't know what the fuck they're doing, and it I... pisses her off. I, I completely
1: understand. I thought it was gonna be your Windows 10. No,
0: no, let's see. Let's see what it's at. How's your bipolar operating system? Yeah, I have that, uh, that. it's only seven percent disc.
1: Oh, that's not but you bad. did
0: did you see that the most recent Windows update patch though, like destroyed everything? What? <laughs> yeah, it was a horrible the the patch this Tuesday. On Basically, Windows ten? Yes, yeah.
1: Good thing I got Windows Seven. I was I seeing,
0: I was seeing websites going down, and uh, at one point Google went down in my area, oh, and Christ. so it's just like that. It, it had to be related to that because, I, I... Uh, uh, Mrs. DT's work was was saying do not <laughs> if, if do not update or whatever, and they usually have control over that. But I suppose mm-hmm. in a in a large organization, it's hard to have control over everything windows somehow sneaks its way in right and they yeah. were they were recommending that people back up their entire hard drive to the network
1: you, you know what's <laughs> contradictory you know what's funny no what? more than 2 days ago i log in or i fire up my computer and microsoft sends me a notification microsoft will end its support of windows 7 in yep. january of 2020 it's like why I know they have numbers. I know they did the crunching, but to the consumer, and maybe maybe they don't think about the consumer. They obviously don't care. Yeah, what am I asking? (laughs) Like, look, you have this this great operating system. It's like the B-52. You know the history of the B-52 bomber? Uh,
0: No, but it's still operational, right? That thing is (laughs) not only
1: operational. They're going to keep it going, I think. Hang on, let me look this up. Because
0: nobody can hack it,
1: yeah. I mean, no, it's, it's not even like, that it can hack it. Uh, is it all B- analog still? B fifty. No, 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 no. It's it's that it's such a wonderfully made plane.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh that it, it 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 serves. It has. It's so wonderfully made. Yeah. Okay. It was made in um, 1952. This plane is almost 70 years old.
0: Yeah, and it's still it's still got lots of utility. It's still, it still has...
1: bomb the fuck out of people. Right. <laughs> and so okay, yeah, it's needed some upgrades and yeah, technology has allowed it to to do this. But uh, I think the United States Air Force was it its service life, operational history uh post Vietnam War, Gulf and later recent service cruise I think missiles.
0: B52s fly out of Ellsworth, right? In the Black Hills area.
1: Mhm. Yep, yep, they fly that out there over at Ellsworth. I just saw that the United States Air Force was going to extend its, you know, use for another ten or twenty years or something, right. um, because it works. It fucking works. Yeah, it goes
0: way the fuck up high into the
1: atmosphere. High uh, carries a shit ton of bombs. You can uh, cruise everything. It's adaptable. And and they're saying, look, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Microsoft, it ain't broke. We must fit. Fi- we, yep. we gotta replace it. We gotta replace it. <laughs> and here's Windows 7 I have no problems none whatsoever and some people think Bill Gates isn't evil give me well, a fucking break He's not on it anymore is he Well
0: Jesus
1: <laughs> He's he's uh I thought he was a desert. I'm
0: sure I mean yeah I mean the planned obsolescence thing is real yeah, it's a scam Windows 10 is malware and it eventually fucks everything up and you have to buy a new computer It's a yeah. scam
1: I know, I know. I may I may switch to Linux um because it just works, right? Um but the problem is a lot of the programs I use that don't exist on Linux. Yeah. You know, and it's just you get this platform, you know, we get the, we we're all used to this. We're all used to this. No, we got to change it now. We're going to we're going to force everybody to adapt. And so, is there is there an operating system after 10? Not yet. Okay, so everyone's got to what? It's 10 or go fuck yourself
0: basically yeah
1: holy shit <laughs>
0: it's terrible it's holy just Christ. it's just and then and then once they've fucked everything up on 10 they'll go here's windows i don't even know if they'll use a number next time i bet you they don't even use a number
1: Ah, uh, maybe you think they're gonna be cute like, they'll, Apple, they'll have like some, operating system lion operating system giraffe they'll, oh, they'll say cute.
0: something platinum or whatever they'll oh, you know god they'll just keep going with that yeah, I mean, that's why I mean, I'm I'm as far as my podcast is concerned, I'm like, you know, maybe I should just record things on my computer and post them where I've got control and not really even bother, you know, wading into the streamyard and all these kinds of things like we're doing right now. Just kind of do my own thing and put it just, out there. And if people gonna, follow it, fine. If they don't. It's whatever. not going to
1: matter <clears throat> because you're still dealing with a Windows 10 operating system. You might as, right. as well go to StreamYard. I mean, but it, I mean that's all the really other stuff. things that actually fucking works is StreamYard, right. right? But you were having troubles with it for a little while, and not know. really. No StreamYard. No, mm. I had trouble with OBS, which worked for a while. Then they they decided to make it cute and add a whole bunch of bells and whistles. It's like I didn't ask for this. Right. Um, what else? There was BitShoot, but it didn't do. I don't think it does live stream. You can only upload there. There's DLive. You can live stream, but you can't save it there. I mean. Look, I appreciate these people's entrepreneurial spirits of trying to knock down YouTube, but you have to offer. It's like, hey, we got a car with four wheels, but no steering wheel. You have to go <laughs> over there. It's like, fuck. Can yeah. one of you people, I mean, look, I don't have the connections. I don't. But can one of you people uh, who have the connections, e- either in Silicon Valley or somebody who knows the Koch brothers, can you get $2 billion gathered up on investments? You know, investment banks can gather two bi- multiple billions of dollars. Heck, what was it? The WeWork—they were going to do forty-seven billion, a billion yeah, IP. Links?
0: I saw that it was a total scam, and yeah, I saw that was a. <laughs> Who saw that? But on, the, back to—I saw it on Fox last night. They were talking about how WeWork basically was a scam, and the CEO went away with like one point eight billion dollars. Yep. <laughs> it's just the. It's just like the whole thing's a fucking scam. Everything out there is a scam. You know, everybody's scamming everybody else, and and you know, I think Streamyard this probably is the way to go. And it would be great if they would just say, okay, the way we've got it right now is working perfect. No matter how we try to improve it, improve it, there will always be this version. So you don't have to learn to do anything else. If they made that like commitment, you would, you would get everybody using it because I mean, that was part of the reason why I quit the last, uh, the first version of the debrief was that so much of my time was fighting with windows 10 and, Fighting Mm -hmm. with this and fighting with that. And it's just like, this isn't worth it. Most of my time is not podcasting. It's trying to keep up on this technology. And if you had somebody just commit, okay, things are good enough. This is good. We'll call it good.
1: (laughs) You know what? Windows, what if Windows came out with Windows
0: B52 and it lasts 70 years? And they had like a commitment that this is never, the only patches are going to be security patches. We're not going to do a patch so that you can click here and it does this and that and the other thing. Just security patches, no improvements of the software at all. What you see is what you get. Yeah, you'd have everybody sign on to that.
1: I Dude, I was happy with Windows, what was it? XP. Right. And I was happy with Microsoft Office. What was it? Whatever version. 97? Yeah. Where, <laughs> where it I don't use other shit. I don't use any of it.
0: Where it doesn't do things automatically
1: for you and did you want this? Did you want that? Yeah, I wanted. I, I, look, we all got nagging wives. Now I want a nagging fucking operating system and a spreadsheet program. That's exactly what I fucking want.
0: Hey, just wait until they create the operating systems that not only work for your your desktop computer and for your tablet, but also for the chip that's going to be in everybody's head. They're going to have to find a way not to have an operating system that works not for all gonna... three of those versions of technology.
1: <laughs> you know what's sad is, is well, it already exists. Wasn't there a group of employees in Wisconsin, and I think somewhere in Sweden, where they voluntarily said, yeah, put the chip yep. in my yeah, arm. Put the chip in my arm, yeah. Well, I like to say it's not going so to happen to me. That won't go wrong. That that won't. <laughs> uh, then your are macabre. Science fiction scenarios you like to to fantasize about will actually become reality you will it releases play. the nanobots into your bloodstream from the right. chip
0: right yeah.
1: <laughs> oh god um didn't i have did I have you have a mission you had to look something up well that was the was whole the sheds
0: no well that the sheds was the one thing, so yeah. I did accomplish that yeah because that did not require me to leave the compound. Right. But your other mission required me to leave the compound. Oh I yeah, not that's done. right.
1: All right. I forgot what it was. You're right. That's no,
0: fine. it's to go around and see if the bars out here in South Dakota have as much uh pro football Worship. paraphernalia. Worship. Yeah. As as Minnesota, because there is no local professional football sports team in South Dakota. Or they baseball. seem to favor Denver here. Okay. But there are lots of Vikings fans too. Yeah. The only reason I, I brought
1: it up is because, um, in my quote weakened state, uh, everything pisses me off. So I got to really calm down, really calm down. <clears throat> and we go, are you always in
0: a weakened state
1: then? Or? No, this I, <laughs> because you uh, seem to be pissed off all the time. <laughs> I I know, but even now that more there are physical consequences. I have to like, dude. I've you, you you look. You guys see Aaron Clary here, which is the same because I enjoy doing this. I'm actually happy. Yeah, you are the same here. person. I yep. am the same person. But then once I turned this off, was I I have to I've had to make changes. Like I don't drive in rush hour at right. all. Right. If the traffic is a bad, I don't even drive to the city. Um I've cut out coffee because I found all that is what's been making my side ache. So that's been a good development. Oh, really? But, huh. Yeah. But I think we could say I cracked I had enough, I burnt out, whatever. My body cannot take what it did in my 20s and 30s. Right. Because then my side starts to hurt, I get tired. And so when it's fun and you and me going back and forth, that's fine. It's entertaining, uh, yeah. That's entertaining and I'm making money and I enjoy it. Uh, but little, like kids, I was at the three-year-old. Well, it was a two-year-old, then it was a three-year-old because the three-year-old had the three-year-old party. And uh, everything was great until the other kids, not all of them, but some of them are not raised correctly by their parents and they Uh scream and cry and they grab and that immediately started triggering my side. Because I want to kick the kid in the face and say "knock it the fuck off," but I can't because it's not my kid. And be I'd assault. go to jail <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, it'd be an assault. <laughs> and then Cappy would be in jail. Although maybe jail would be good for my uh, mental constitution. I just calm down. I read some books. I relax. Write some books. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Anal rape never hurt anybody, you know. Whatever. So Cappy in jail. Hmm. So now I gotta I gotta find out what my triggers are. See my triggers. So, Uh-oh, don't
0: start using that language. Well, I actually You're have it's, it's, like P, about...
1: it's like PTSD, you know, like guys who've been shot up in war, they have the right to have PTSD. Millennials yes. who, like, you know, mommy didn't give her her government check or whatever, they don't have the right to get PTSD. I have a right to have some triggers because that it happens, it triggers shit. So, um,
0: so like the left, they talk about microaggressions. Would you have like micro annoyances
1: that you need yeah, to be aware it's... of? and i'm not i'm not proud of it either I, it is what it is i have to igno- i have to catch myself like am i in a situation that's pissing me off now right and get me and it is and it, it's like people who are late uh i won't go into the details but last night i'm like we got to go we just have to go because we were waiting on someone and he was like an hour late i'm like it i'm getting of off. hours
0: yeah hours yeah, too no it,
1: we got to go and to, again to show you something you know how fragile old Capmeister State is right now. Uh, we went to a restaurant. I, I go out running on this loop. I'm still relatively new to the area, and I'm like, "Oh, there's a bar there, bar and restaurant." I'm like, "Oh, let's try that." So me and the GF went there, and unbeknownst to me, you you walk in through the front, and there's this big Vikings advertisement. Uh-huh. And it's the most hypocritical. Stop. Yes. Yes <laughs> oh. it is. And and you actually are of that descent. Technically, I'm of that descent as well. But here's no. this Viking football player, not an actual Viking, a football player Viking, standing on one of those Viking ships. Uh-huh. And it says something like the Vikings are coming. I'm like, uh-huh. fuck you. <laughs> just fuck you. Minnesota. Were they
0: advertising a, uh, a signing or a signature? Or No, no, it was just the
1: Vikings what? game. The Vikings oh, yeah. game. They show the game at there, you know, whenever you know, Sunday, Monday, whenever they have games. And it's like, the Vikings are coming. I'm like, okay, number one, the Vikings have never won. Shit, fuck all crap. Nope. they've <laughs> They've failed going to the Super Bowl. Twice in Multiple my lifetime times. because yeah. of a missed field goal. And I was mm-hmm. so fucking happy to see both times. It was great. I, I just, <laughs> the, the state deserves it. Two, nobody, uh, maybe one or two people at most on the Minnesota Vikings actually hail from Minnesota. Now, this is a criticism you can make of any major football team. Mm-hmm. Um, and these people don't give a shit about you people in Minnesota. No. They're here to make the goddamn money. <clears throat> Three, of the quote, Vikings, uh, you know, what do you, what's the NFL uh, black and Latino and non Scandinavian percentage? I mean, the majority, what, oh. 76, 75% yeah, non Scandinavian?
0: Yeah, I would say. I mean, a lot of linemen can be whitey, white, wider sense. Yeah, but are they,
1: are even they from Scandinavia?
0: Well, well yeah, who
1: they knows? They could be from Germany. They right, could be from,
0: exactly. Right, yep.
1: right. So there is no Viking thing. And you have this Viking ship and the Vikings are coming. It's like, and then finally, it's all the dipshits who actually will go to a bar because that, and that's what agitated me is people don't do it. If it doesn't work, right? Like if, if putting posters of another man up who are purple and yellow, who's never won anything, by the way, gets your dumb ass to go to a bar and sit down and hork down wings and drink light beer. I'm, I'm yeah. wrong. You yeah. got to do it. So yeah. it tells me that again, the normies, conformies, and inferiors, they respond to this shit, and I get to live in this cesspool. And so when I yeah. saw it, my brain went through that all in one shot. I'm like, oh. And, and so then like, you left? No, we got our food. Oh,
0: you soldiered on.
1: I soldiered like on. Like a Viking. You, you. A real Viking, <laughs> yeah. yes. A real <laughs> Viking. And then I raped and pillaged everybody. Right, no, right. Uh, I- <laughs> the I,
0: actions- I, actually, the game was on last night, and I watched. And they won. Skull. Okay. But, <laughs> but uh I thought it was funny. I was thinking about the whole uh, Viking thing, and I'm looking at the the logo and stuff. I'm like, wouldn't it be awesome if every one game they're always doing different uniforms and throwback uniforms and pink gloves yeah, and yeah, the sure, pink sure. month and all that kind of stuff? Right. But for the Vikings, wouldn't it be great if all these players, including all the black guys. Dyed their hair blonde for just one game, and the black guys with the long dreadlocks braided sure, them. Bla- yeah, <laughs> yeah, braided them just like the logo. and <laughs> Just yeah no, that would be fun.
1: That uh, would be really fun. mustache right. and the beard. That takes some time to grow. Like I guess they could get away with it in November, right? Whatever they've got, dyed blonde. That would be <laughs> fucking tits. That would. I tune into that
0: game. There was somebody that took that. his helmet off, and he had he had frosted his hair, and I'm like. And he was a black guy, and I'm like, yeah. that's kind of cool. All these black guys should do that if they're on the Vikings. They should just say, We're gonna culturally appropriate your ass and just dye our hair blonde
1: because we're on the fucking Vikings. What's uh who's the he, he's a sacker? I don't know what that he's he's a defenseman for the uh Green Bay Packers. Oh, yeah. he's got yep. he's got the long blonde hair. Yeah, he looks like a Viking. Yeah, yeah, he probably does have some skinny and, and I not, can't remember if, his name. Uh he's famous, yeah. Yeah, but if um, everybody could look like him for just one Vikings game where they all that'd actually hilarious. that'd be great. That'd be great. I guess and some of the celebrate it would be like celebrate actual Viking heritage
0: day, you know, yeah. at, at the yeah. at the, Rape and at, Pillage at, Day. Yeah. You and know, Fred we appreciate the actual heritage of the Vikings. <laughs> and everybody's gonna dye their hair blonde. We're gonna forget about uh cancer and the tits for one weekend.
1: Yeah. And and do Viking appreciation day. <laughs> that'd be fun. That'd be fun. You know what? It's such a good idea and it's such fun. They're not going to do it. They're no. not going to do it. No. Could
0: you imagine those those guys, though, that have the predator hair? You know, the, the that'd black be awesome. Eyes. It wow, would be so be
1: cool. <laughs> I I just think if you're going to go to that extent, you really ought to grow out your your yeah. beard and mustache. Yeah. Because uh, then you get the full effect. Right. Um but yeah, no, that'd be that'd be really cool. That'd be neat. Everybody, everybody. And they that. come out on the field, all on the field without their helmets on. Right, you know? without their helmets. Yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> Maybe carrying axes. Can they carry yeah. axes? Uh, <laughs> ah, we're just kidding, we'll put the axes. They get an axe spin. Like, all right, we're not gonna carry it.
0: <laughs> and white people would love it. We don't care if you culturally appropriate. Us. No,
1: no, no, no. <laughs> white people I disagree with you. Who who complains the most on the on the cultural appropriate who who are the most sensitive whining well, yeah. leftists
0: out there but they would never say that that was cultural appropriation they might say it's like racism like look they're trying to be yeah. white and intimidate yeah. the other team right <laughs> they're trying to be the master race with a bunch of blonde heads out there
1: i don't think anybody <laughs> would complain except for your standard liberal uh, professionally offended white people um you ever right. see the remember she-ra yes yeah okay there's a meme going around and it's just She-Ra. She's got her sword up, you know, because I guess like He-Man, she could, you know, yep. by the power of gray school, she, she was whatever some, her name yeah. was, she could turn yep. into She-Ra. Well, and it says, by the power of white girl, I'm offended on your behalf. I'm like, that's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. Exactly, exactly hits uh. it. Oh. <sighs> Anyway. So, no, I have
0: not looked, but I think the one uh, bar that I do go to quite often, it doesn't nearly have the amount of posters in the windows and all that kind of stuff. So
1: Right. And I'm I'm kind of thinking that may be a huge, uh, a, you know, because you don't really know much. Think about your environment until certain things are gone or they're introduced. And it dawned on me, like, yeah, when I've gone to, you know, I've been to my fair share of bars. If anything, if, if you see an advertisement, it's for the motorcycle rally. Yeah, right. But I don't, I don't recall seeing Denver or the Twin no. Cities or any, you know, oh, the Twins are on him. Mean, I'm wondering, will that noise finally go away? Like, oh, Cap Meister lessons, could just walk into a bar and I could get a burger. You know? It
0: lessens, I think. There's still always sports on, right? Right. That's because we're obsessed with sport. Right. But it, I don't think it's It's not it, – there isn't paraphernalia all over the place.
1: I'm not going to so. – there's not going to be posters there's not going to be soccer so. moms yeah. with bumper stickers with Go Twins or Minnesota Vikings. I I know for sure there's not going to be traffic jams like there was last night uh, because of sports ball. And then, um, you've ever been to Mancini's over in St. Paul? Yep, you took okay. me there. I've took okay. <clears throat> when I used to live in Minneapolis, you'd shoot over on the interstate and you exit on Marion to get to Seventh Street, and then you go down. To Mancini's. Well, that puts you right there by the Excel Energy Center. Mm-hmm. Yep. Every fucking time, like no, one can't. out of you, two times, yeah,
0: if you don't time it right, you're totally fucked. If there's if a a concerts, game, concerts concert. letting out or anything, yeah,
1: you are fucked. And yep. it just you got to the point where you knew to come in on the south end and not bother with it. That's not going to happen in Rapid City. It's no. not going to happen. There's not. I mean, there might be a concert, but you know, heck, the population is fifty thousand. That's how much fit into whatever the stadium or whatever you're going to get. Maybe five thousand people to show up. It's just going to be wonderful. And so all this, all that crap, all this worship, all this idolization, uh, this cult, uh, uh, this—it's gone.
0: Well, There's and none and of this what,
1: vicarious living and like, yeah, go Vikes and people wearing the fucking that's all gone when I get out there. Well, and what's
0: what's here, what's left is actual fun. We just found out, uh, Mrs. DT, and I just found out we were watching the TV, and it's like, oh, Rapid City's got a professional hockey team, Uh, uh cool, a, a level down from the NHL, right? Mm-hmm. That could be really fun, you know. And when it's and I and you know when uh, when I was back in Minnesota, I invited you up to the little. Uh, it wasn't the amateur amateur baseball team.
1: It was great. It was fun, it's fun to watch. Neighborhood baseball. It was yeah. a wonderful neighborhood base. It was wonderful.
0: Yeah. And so it's it's back to fun when there isn't so much fucking money involved. There's obviously money involved with if they're semi-pro or whatever level of professional hockey team it is. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, these guys, are, it's like uh, it would be like some of the, the metal bands that I like are guys that have a day job. Mm-hmm. You know, they're doing it because they love it. They're not doing it because they're making tons of money. They're doing it because they love it. And there's, and there's something cool. There's something more fun about that. It's a lot more fun to go watch a concert in a bar or in a small venue than it is in a stadium. It's just right. more fun. And so well, it's the same thing with sports.
1: Well, I mean, you see in saints game, St. Saint
0: Paul saints. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I they're mean, a, a little too big
0: now, but it's well, still more fun. Well, they're too
1: big now, right. And that's yeah. that's the problem, is it's, how much bullshit do I have to go through mm-hmm. to see this game? Now, when they used to be at Midway Stadium, for people who don't know, the St. Saint Paul Saints is, what, the, the tri- A League? I don't
0: remember. Yeah. It's minor
1: league yeah. baseball. And they go up against, I think it's the the Sioux city Rattlers and, and you know, good old American baseball. You're yeah. going to play this Americana, Tom, Americana. Yeah. and you could park for free. If you found a spot, if not, you parked on the street, you walk in, people are grilling, you pay your five bucks yeah, it's, and it's you go cheap, in. Yeah. And I think maybe at most, there is 30 rows in the bleachers. That's yeah. it. And you can, you're up, you can see them. They're right there. You can see what their faces look like. Yeah. Uh, absolutely would i be up for minor league but if you want to go see a concert or a professional game you got to go through security you got to get your tickets you got to fight track the it starts the second you leave your driveway and you get onto a goddamn meter ramp because every yeah. other fucking sheep and lemming is lining up to go jerk their pud off to some dude who doesn't give a shit about him throwing yeah. a sphere into a ring yep yeah. then you get there your team loses, and then you get to battle that shit all the way back home.
0: And it's the same Fuck thing that. with uh, music. You go to mm-hmm. a really popular band in a huge venue. Some of the venues now have good sound, but most of them have shit sound. Mm-hmm. And, and everybody's cheering, and so it's you can't even really hear the music all that well anyway. And then you go home. But if you're in a small venue, you go there. You might see the band before the concert. You might be able to buy him a beer. You might be able yeah. to say, hey, I really like your music. They Sign go my up, CD. And they go up on stage. They interact with you
1: personally out in the yeah. crowd if you're loud enough. And, you know, it's it's a hell of a lot more fun. Yeah. I, and although maybe this is not the case anymore, but with minor leagues, I'd imagine the steroid use is not as, as rampant. I mean, yeah, like you're actually not, seeing yeah. real baseball. You're seeing real football. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, but um yeah, so I'm I'm going to be and it's just with with my health improving and all that, taking it easy. I'm just aiming to get that house, man. Just aiming to build that house. And It uh, is
0: interesting though. I think it is so great out here that then other things become the top annoyance. And so just be just be aware of that too. You oh. might be so annoyed right now in Minnesota and then when you move out here, you'll be like initially, "Oh, this is great." And then after a few months, you'll be like, oh, this little thing really annoys me. <laughs> so I know, but I've, I've
1: always, I've always, what is my definition of success? Uh, I don't know. This is, this is one of my, my personally favorite quotes of myself, which sounds arrogant as hell, but <clears throat> this is probably one of the most poignant things I've ever said. The definition of success is replacing large problems with slightly smaller problems. Okay, there you That's go. That's progress. Yeah. yeah, you're never <laughs> yeah. going to eliminate the problems. You will yeah. never eliminate the problems. I mean, if you think, and a lot of, again, a lot of everybody, listeners, you're all younger and especially if you're poor, you think, Oh, once I get my six figs and no debt and, um, you know, the position of fuck you, I'm going to be perfectly happy. No, there will always be, they're not as bad as starving. They're not as bad as, Oh shit. I may not be able to make rent this month. It's not as bad as that, but there's still going to be problems. And, um, They never Put that away. on
0: an inspirational quote, you know, with the, with the with the trees and the mist and the and the calm lake, you know. No <laughs> definition of no success. Gonna, Replacing no big thing. problems with smaller problems.
1: Mm-hmm. Aaron Clary, slightly. Oh, slightly, slightly. That is key. Yeah, you slightly know, smaller. Yeah, it's yep. not like hey, I I have this big huge problem of being poor. Now I got a hangnail. No, it's like ah, now I have. I have a mortgage and oh, I got rid of my mortgage. Oh, well <clears throat> now I have to save for, reti- Oh, I got retirement. Oh, where is everybody? Where are my friends? Right. Some of them can actually be bigger problems. You didn't even fathom existed until you finally battled your way out of Mazel's hierarchy of needs to yeah. get to this point. You're like, Oh fuck. Where is Shoot, it? I didn't see that one. I didn't yeah. see this one coming <laughs> crap. You know, it's yeah, no, that's- perfect example. It's like you get married. I found the love of my life. Now you're about to get divorced. So sometimes that's not progress. That's regress. That's what you got. That's where you're falling behind is now you have a bigger problem. You know, like I just got to find a girl and get married and fall in love. Oh shit. She's divorcing me and taking half my assets. That's a bigger problem replacing a. So that's not success. Right Mm -hmm. No, I think I'll have to, I might have
0: to Photoshop something with that quote. It's a great quote. I might have to Photoshop that and see how, how viral that goes. See how many, see how many people share that. Like they share. Other hey, try, enjoy, enjoy
1: things, <laughs> enjoy the decline that that had that grew some legs and went. Now, people say that somewhat commonly. Uh, people, you know, it's successful when people say it and they don't know who you are or where it came from, right? They just in the like, coffee, oh. in the
0: is good, the starting good. to yep. take off a little bit. And I actually saw somebody made a meme of I was, I, I like to say, filthy leftists and filthy Democrats. And somebody made a meme with a Gollum saying filthy.
1: (laughs) That's awesome. That's great. (laughs) Winning. (laughs) Uh, Well, should we do some super chats here? Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, We have a question. That's good. I like good questions. Aaron's, could you please elaborate on why you feel women shouldn't date men who consume marijuana, even occasionally? What if everything else is right on point and they do it instead of drinking? Well, I'd love to answer that question, but what's the problem with their DT? Uh, I don't know. I'll put it back up.
0: Women shouldn't date men who consume marijuana even occasionally. I mean, while. Well,
1: What's wrong know. with you this request?
0: It's your. This person. Well, is this person a woman? <laughs> or is this person a man? Or.
1: Do you see any fucking money attached to it? No, there isn't. There <laughs> Why did you put no. it up on the screen? I, I guess, <laughs> I'm not going to answer it. I just put it up on the screen because it's a great question. And gosh, I'd love to answer it, but. You know, I don't work for free.
0: Oh, so. I see what you're doing here.
1: Here's nonstop Trey. <laughs> was a that a fat old, finger or was that a point? No, you were it was. There? It was. <laughs> yeah, I don't hate thinking time pose. I don't hate thinking time, but it's just it's kind of like, guys, I these these podcasts take time. You know, yes. this is going to be two hours. I could spend two hours writing my book and, and make actual more. I got some asshole consulting. I got to do. It's you
0: know? nice yeah. outside today here. Yeah. So is yeah, it? I'm, What's the yeah. temperature? Oh, it's in the 60s. It's in the high 60s.
1: That's how it should be. I saw your. Yeah. I've been watching your weather. I'm like, damn it. He's going to get better weather. See, now I'm envious of you. Like, well, it's got, only today. The and then weather. it's
0: going to hit the shitter again tomorrow. And we might get snow. Actually, Right.
1: You guys have had way worse weather it's than we terrible. have. So I'm like, eh, I don't feel too bad now.
0: <laughs> yeah. When I, when I move here, that's when it, when the shit hits the fan, when the snow you, hits the fan.
1: You had record rain and snow. I know. Yeah. I,
0: I think I'm cursed. I think God hates me. And I think, uh. Yeah, it's just my
1: fate. Yep. So, well, mm, the coffee's coffee. good. <laughs> All right, nonstop Trey 360 morning, gents. Good morning, nonstop Trey And Cappy Ties, yes. <clears throat> the bearded never feel... Holy shit, 20 bucks. Bearded, uh-huh. thanks. Go ahead, read this one.
0: 36th birthday today, and this show is a great gift. Well, happy birthday. Happy I have birthday, felt bearded. myself grow better since starting to regularly take in your content, Cappy. DT... I am also enjoying your debrief podcast. Awesome. Downloaded all six to enjoy at work metal sign. So he's a metal fan. He's a awesome. metal
1: fan too. All right, good.
0: Well, it's not it actually isn't all six. I mean, this could be a very happy birthday to you. I believe there were like 170 some episodes before the most recent six. So
1: what uh do if you, you, have you want arc?
0: version one and kind of one point two before you get to version two. Um there's lots out there. Where's um where's the link? You still got it up on the oh, internet, right? If yeah, they're all on, on blackbrigade.org. You can get to them Hang that on, way. One I've one got one I've one. got posts that say uh 2014 podcast archive, 2015 park podcast archive. I think
1: there's four years
0: of uh, archives.
1: About YouTube channel, where am I? Archives. Yeah. Podcast archive. Yep. All right, here. I'll put this up. And it was it was a great show. Me and Atham and everybody really liked it. So, anyone in the listening audience, if you're new, you didn't know about the Black Brigade. Yeah, DT and the Man had a great show, but they had to, like, you know, had to end it like every great band did because reasons. Because uh, <laughs> well, I don't like which, your color. Which we day. don't get into. We don't. We don't, we we don't get really into. get into. We don't need yeah. into. So, anyway, happy beer, uh, happy birthday there, bearded, uh, bearded. Um, thanks for the cash, and we'll put it to good use. Yeah, thanks for falling in, soldier. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, non-stop Dre three sixty but they're independent minded and one at all. When were we talking about that? We must have been at all talking oh about I'm sure that's the women
0: that that uh 40 that minutes go to school rather to, or go to go work rather than take care of oh yes,
1: care. yes, they're so independent minded. I still will never because you can't you can't go back in time. you can't undo it. Gen X women's eggs are going bad now. They're, mm-hmm. they're, they're, the expiry date is here. It's happening, and then oh, and then I just I don't know. No, it, we
0: were all sense. sold a, a bill of goods. Us Gen Xers, we were, we and were. and yeah, it took. That's why we are doing what we do because we woke up, but it was a little late. Yeah, and so we want to
1: help other people wake up before it's too late. And the only thing I can really feel bad about. Uh, Bad about the millennials for is that their tuition prices were like oh, three times what we yeah, paid. It's crazy. But yeah. dude, it wasn't like the baby boomer, you know, the, the millennials, were like, oh, we were misled. And I was like, yeah, because baby boomers are just giving us great bits of wisdom ourselves. Right. You know, like, <laughs> they, they weren't telling us the exact same shit they told well, you. Well,
0: a lot of millennials were raised by boomers, though. So it's kind yeah, of that's half what and half. Yeah, yeah,
1: most of them were raised by uh, baby boomers. It's great. Yeah. Like their hatred is all, we're like their older siblings. Mm-hmm. In some ways, we actually literally would be. Yep. And some older um, Gen Xers could be the parents of some very young millennials. Yes, but right. By and large, it was the baby boomers that bred that generation yes. and raised them. And right. we're like in the clear, man. We're just like stepping aside <laughs> it's like the Nazis and the communists fighting each other. It's like, yeah, Hitler, why do you go invade Russia? Sounds like a great <laughs> idea. We'll just sit here on our own country.
0: Right, exactly.
1: Oh, <clears throat> got this one.
0: Sure, what is this? is what is it like working mostly oh from Wizardly Wizard, I got to say that for 5 bucks. What is it like working mostly online? What are the pros and cons in your experience? Take you it away, I,
1: Cap. Well, you don't want to contribute your little two cents. You kind of sort of work online. You've worked from home. Yeah, I make tons of money working online, yeah. What? Well, <laughs> you have worked
0: remotely, have you not? Yes. Okay. okay, that's okay. Yeah, I could say something about that. Um, well, I would. Say, <laughs> I mean, if you're working, well, see, working mostly online is different than working remotely. I would say working remotely is great because you can. Those times in the day when you're at work and you go to the water cooler or you go take a walk or you whatever, you're able to go. I don't know, fold laundry or
1: right. <laughs> there's things that you can you can stay productive. Ship. You have a very tight yes. ship at home. Yes. yes.
0: The other nice thing about it is you do get your work done a lot faster at home, I think, mm-hmm. because you're not you're not wasting time. Once if you're at home, you're going to try to get it done as quick as possible. Mm-hmm. And so I think it automatically makes you more efficient, more productive. And so <laughs> the only I, trick what I, let is let me,
1: let me ask you this, though, when you. um a lot of that is also then determined in your case, like, okay, the kids are getting home by X, Mrs. Yeah. DT is getting home. It's so like you are, you know, and in my case, the GF is getting home by like, I'm going to get all this shit done. So that when she yep. gets home, boom, we go out and play. and I have my free time.
0: Yeah. Right. So I think, I think it's, you know, and so then the question becomes, the only hard question is you'll be sitting there at home, working at home, working online. If you're, if you're working remotely, And you'll go, man, I'm done with my work and I'm supposed to still work for another three hours. (laughs) You kind of have to be okay just lying on your timesheet because, so you have to play a bit of a game there and stay online and make it look like you're still online and kind of be pretending to work if you're working remotely, because otherwise then you're being way too productive for the salary that you're taking home. So um, you will get done with your work lots faster working remotely. The only problem is, is just coordinating with meetings and shit like that. That's, that's the only thing that's a little difficult is, you know, but that's pretty
1: easy with, you know, conference calls and stuff now. So. Yeah. I'd say um, everything DT said, I would say another pro is your health because you have all this. Now this assumes you don't have a boss. If you're like me and you don't have a boss um, you have complete and total control of your your uh, schedule. So your health will increase because it's like, okay, I'm done looking at the screen. I need to get the fuck out of here. I'm going to yep. go for a run. Then you come back, you're in better mood, and you write some more, do whatever it is you do. Okay, I'm I'm done with this. I got to run some errands and change the oil. So you have a really tight ship. You're very healthy. Here's the problem. If you work from home and you don't have a boss, you will also become unhealthy where you will then slip into vice. In my case, it was booze because mm-hmm. I could do my job drunk or sober; doesn't matter. So I'd get my work done, my workout done. Da da da. It'd be noon, and all your other buddies are stuck at the slave plantation, you know, or you know, in traffic or whatever. And so you could like do pot, you could play video games, you get in porn, you could do booze. There's all this other vice, and you, and I'm not. And it's sad because you'll have it all done. It's right. all done.
0: Yeah. Your work's done. Yeah.
1: You're making money and then you're just like, well, and so you'll, what you got to do is you're facing kind of a, a quasi retirement and you really end up just seeing old people. That's what ends up happening when I go to Vegas. It's what happened when I used to be in the WBL. You go to the bar. It's just old retired guys, you
0: know, at one. Well, you get bored because there's, you're not interacting with anybody. Really?
1: And you that's know, the, when,
0: when you're at work, you can go stop by the cube and say, Hey, how's it going? Blah, blah, blah. And so that, yeah, that is a con that there isn't that kind of interaction to make it less boring (laughs) right and it is
1: and that is the biggest drawback of working online or from home is you will get so bored um it's it's great for like a year or two maybe you can make it three or four maybe your personality is your hermit and maybe you, you can handle that me, oh, God, you got to get out. But then you're facing this paradox. So it's like, okay, so what? I go apply for a job? And then you go right. apply for a job, and you get that. You're like, th- I remember why I quit because right. remember. exactly. Yeah, that's exactly Progress, it. Progress yep. is taking a problem and replacing it with a slightly lesser problem. And that slightly yes. lesser problem is, oh, I'm lonely and bored, and I don't have any colleagues. I'll go back and, oh, fuck, I got a boss, and he's a psychopath, and there's commute. So it's there's always a problem, but, yeah, you got to – uh, you got to then join like groups or you got to get out. Uh, and then the, uh, another thing is you're out of sync with everybody else. Everybody else, you know, you, you'll be like, Hey, let's go do some people come home. You're like the dog that's right. been waiting for his man. Like everyone's coming home. Let's go do stuff. You know what? Most people are they're by the tired. Time they're done, they're tired. They yeah. don't want to go hang out with you. Well, they'd like to, but they just don't have the energy. So that's, yeah. that's an, that's the real huge drawback working online. i I predict. And wasn't that what we work was about? Like we work yeah, we work
0: was, I guess the scam of that was that they, they um, fixed up buildings to rent out the office space to people who couldn't afford office space. Basically the, you know, you need to have a cube three times a month or whatever. I think it was something like that where it was, it was sort of, it it sounded like the wave of the future, but it, it was a scam.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It was a scam that worked out exactly the way it was. He paid himself a nice fat salary as CEO, I bet, yes. right? Yes, yeah, he did. That and happened then he a got his severance.
0: Times. His severance was huge. Severance. So
1: Dude, it basically I've, was a
0: Ponzi scheme. I think he,
1: seen-
0: They they said that he the some of the properties that he would rent to then rent out to other people
1: yeah. he
0: owned. So he was using company company money to pay himself. it it, it was crazy, I guess. I
1: saw that happen so many times with the dot coms where these guys would, Oh yeah, we're doing this thing with the internet. And then we put an E in front of it and all these dopey investment bankers and financiers would throw their money up. And all you had to do is say, we understand that this is too complicated for you to understand. And these dopey ass middle-aged white guys could not fucking throw enough money at it. And all it was, was a scam so that you paid yourself as CEO, you know, like 1.2 million in salary. The company lasted three years. You made your money. Yeah, And it's, and it's perfectly legal. Yep, perfectly legal. Yep. And so, <clears throat> going, you know, Operation Evil. I have a couple, you know, aces up my sleeves. That's one of them. Just I like, just like, could eh, never do
0: it. You know, it's just like I could. I
1: could. I just,
0: I just could never do. I'm, I'm enjoying my Crow Peak. What is it? Crow Peak. uh beer? Pile of dirt. Beer. I think it's a porter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cheap. Entertainment's the- cheap. Have you? I uh, feel rich. I feel rich. Yeah. Did you get that over in Spearfish? Yeah. Well, it's. I mean, the the it's a can, so it's you know. I know they it's sell a can. It Did you they buy sell it? At it the, they
1: saw everywhere. Okay, so you didn't yeah, go to the brewery in no. Spearfish by Crow no. Peak.
0: No, they've got they've got a new beer called Mjolnir, which is Thor's hammer. That is very delicious. I hope I find that in the can. I had that on tap.
1: So. What uh, have you climbed Crow Peak yet? No. Have you climbed any peaks yet? We haven't really done. Haven't oh, really Jesus! Done Christ. You move in summer. There, there is. I. You know the place. It's awesome. Place. Yeah. Why would you want to leave? Because there's mountains all I know around. It mountains. Streams and panning, I've had gold panning and agates and shooting guns and and kayaking and and everything. There's I know, everything. There's,
0: I know. I know. You know what? This mean. is okay.
1: You know what this is like? Just just so you understand. How I know, I don't I, understand. I, I know. Me... you're you're
0: you're jealous of me for being here, but
1: then I'm not doing what you would be doing. This no, I'm I'm gonna paint the picture so you understand how confusing this is to me. This is like right, I find okay. out my my buddy DT uh I'm dating has gone... Eva Mendez. <laughs> no, no, you've gone to this this super high end bunny ranch where it's yeah. gorgeous Ava Mendez is there, but she's just one of many. There's a young uh, uh, Jennifer Aniston, a young... There's just like gorgeous babes. And they're like, yeah, I'm on this sex ranch. And they're all STD clear and free. And yeah, I've just been reading books. (laughs) I'm I'm watching the Vikings game. (laughs) Watching
0: the Vikings (laughs) game. Yeah, that's exactly... (laughs) Drinking some beer. Watching the Vikings game, yeah. Jennifer anderson's giving me a, a back rub, but uh, no,
1: no, 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 no. You not didn't even back a little, No, you don't even have No, you haven't even. I did some Jennifer. things. We've done some things. Really, I've what did you things. do? I had to put a gun to your guys. Had to get you go agate hunting.
0: We uh we hiked uh M Hill or M or whatever hill. that's called. The hill right there in in Rapid City. We hiked that.
1: With the dinosaur the, on top no, of it.
0: Well, we've done that multiple times, but the one with the, um, oh, the South Dakota
1: Hill. Oh, yeah, the one okay. with the
0: big, uh, the big University M on it, yes. of Mines and Technology Mines, sort of mine. Right, right. Yeah. So we've done things. We <sighs> drove, we drove Spearfish Canyon. We, you know, we've done some things. All right, all right. Uh, yeah. Hey, you know, the thing is, is that you know, if you do it all in one shot, then you've done everything. So we've got plenty of stuff still to do. We still look forward <laughs> to every weekend. You know. <laughs> I live ourselves.
1: I lived there for two summers solid. Not a day went by. I didn't do a hike or some great activity. You you but, have see, that's you, years. man. That's you. I'm you? still but but well, I'm saying <laughs> having old Cappy attack it constantly for six solid months, there's still stuff I haven't done out there I want to do. Sure. Oh god. I'm just laid back. You know me. That's why you like
0: me, because I'm just kind of. I do, whatever. I do,
1: but I, I'm like, the kids. If anything, like you guys didn't. They do don't like peak. to hike. They That's don't like the, to hike. No, they don't. What about Mrs. DT?
0: She loves to hike. We used to hike all the time when we were. Younger. Oh,
1: okay. All right. So I mean, it's it's a problem getting the kids out. So. Um. This is not good. Hey, Aaron. Dan, uh, from Sam Whiskey for 4.99. Hey, Aaron. Daniel Craig 007 is in a YouTube video and address for equal pay. He's betraying the franchise that made him a star. I got to hang on. I got to see this. Oh, well, he's a huge lefty. He's a lefty. Yeah. I know. I'm not I'm not going to see the next James Bond. The previous two sucked. I not think he said he was totally
0: one. bored playing James
1: Bond now. I mean, no. he's just uh, like totally over it. Daniel Craig dress equal pay. Do I even want to see this? <clears throat> International day. Cross-dresses to support Oh, yeah, I'm not going to bother with it. Is he trying to be funny? No, he's trying to be all serious. He's in his <laughs> right. James Bond off and he's going to cross dress. And it's like, you know what? There's a reason women make less. Sometimes women make more. You know how much more women make who are lingerie models and porn stars. Right. And well, shoot, you think you and I can go and flash our jumokes on the YouTubes or not the YouTube? Hey, the man. Tons more yeah. money online. <laughs> yeah. You show me a young 22 year old guy who can have a webcam show. And right. make solid six figs. Don't tell me. And then, and then there's a, that whole early die earlier than women thing, and women get our inheritance. So no, we, I we don't do you even do need wealth, to or, or do you want to do income comparison? What do you want to do?
0: It's all crazy. Mm, the coffee's good. We don't not need to gonna, get in there. Not going
1: to see that movie. <clears throat> I am hoping because they've already let the the cat out of the bag that 007 is now a black female. Sure, I think. Dude, no black guys gonna see it. No real black guys gonna see it. They're gonna be like, "What the fuck?" They are gonna be like, "What the they they might get some black women to go see it, but I don't know uh, black women that w- wouldn't have gone seen the James Bond movie. Any. Who doesn't like James Bond?
0: Right. I mean, yeah,
1: everybody like. And well, James
0: leftists Bond. don't like it now. I mean, I my a former boss of mine, she and her family, they love James Bond, and they 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 were watching. I well, like Pluto TV has a whole a uh, free television station devoted mm-hmm. to James Bond movies. You can watch
1: I d- James Bond Pluto. movies
0: all day online for free. Pluto TV. And, and uh, so they, uh, I guess they, they, they like to watch all the James Bond movies once or twice a year or whatever. And, and she said that they've got boys and she said, she's telling her boys, well, it's not okay. How he's acting, what he's doing wait, right J- there. We're well, we talking okay. Roger
1: Moore. James all of them. Bond? Yeah. Yeah.
0: What? Oh yeah, she she's she's trying to teach her sons that well the way that he's treating the women there is not good, you know, when he slaps them on the ass or whatever and, and man whatever. Talk. Thunderball, Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, that was Goldfinger. And it's Dick, like say and unfortunately, to Felix. unfortunately Felix, I... say, to say goodbye to Felix. Why? Man-Talk. Spank. Yep.
0: Spank. Great scene. <laughs> Great
1: scene.
0: I mean, what what movie had Pussy Galore and
1: That was Goldfinger.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, it's just like yeah, it's extreme, but look, the the ladies love this guy. How do you tell your son that, well, this is totally wrong. This is a different time. You don't treat women like is, this, is and he's hus- seeing
1: James Bond get all the women. Is the husband a cuck? Is he like a pussy?
0: I think so. Okay, I don't well, there think you go. He, yeah, I don't think he's, uh, I don't think, I, I would hope, I mean, if it were me, I'd be taking the guys aside after mom said something like that and said, uh, No. Yeah. <laughs> but, at, at, but I don't, uh, they're, they're, unfortunately, they're getting, they're, they're, yeah, it's, it's not good. It's not good. No, no.
1: This is the I'll, same all, person I'll that told me. am pointing out is, is there, what they're trying to do with this diversity thing is they're taking something that is already popular that most people like, you know, like, let's reverse the roles. Did you like the Cosby show? I Remember love he, the Cosby he, show. Everybody loved the Cosby show. Now, what if you force fed some gay white people into that? Right. A bunch of Vikings.
0: A bunch of Vikings. I don't know
1: where Vikings (laughs) would fit into the plot of upper.
0: (laughs) I just mean Nordic people.
1: (laughs) Well, it, it would, it would ruin it. Yes. And you would repulse everybody. Now, James Bond, the franchise, take Daniel Craig's recent films out of it, <clears throat> is already universally popular. Everybody likes James Bond. It's Kentucky Fried Chicken. It's chocolate ice cream. Don't uh. fuck with the formula. Oh, they're going to fuck with the formula. And they're trying to fuck with the formula because they think they're going to eke out some extra minority viewers. Where It's like, you already got them. What you're going to do is you're going to piss off predominantly black males when you throw a black female in there. And, and not to mention all the other males who are like, fuck this shit, we're done. I, so I'm betting I'm I'm very rarely optimistic. How, how optimistic am I usually there, DT? About 10%. 10%. But this is one of those instances where I'm optimistic. I think it's going to bomb. Yeah, that thing is going to bomb because everybody who was going to see James Bond was going to see it anyway. Now, what, feminists weren't going to see James Bond? You know, they, they were going to go see it. Uh, and, what and else now, would they have
0: to do? They couldn't have the sports cars anymore, right? Because that hurts the climate. So would he be reading riding like a bicycle? I, no, he had an
1: electric one the last time, didn't he? Oh, he did. Yeah. I don't know. I I didn't see the last one. Uh it it's gonna it's gonna bomb. Well, it's, all it's the cool things,
0: things about James Bond, I mean, they'd all have to be turned into something the left would agree with. And so the yeah, sports car would have to go i mean yeah. it has and to the women go. are going to have
1: I, I did a study on the number of banks number of women james bond banged uh uh-huh. each movie it's consistently gone down going down okay yeah and daniel craig has the least one maybe i can even find it here let me see if i can't find it it and it shows you you know now it's just becoming a a, a born identity movie yes all you know, right jack ryan it's just well it's another spy show It's supposed Uh, to be not
0: real. It's supposed to be just real enough to draw you in, and
1: then everything is exaggerated.
0: It's a cartoon.
1: Here, is Bond having less sex? This is from 2015. I got the charts. Oh, these are some nice charts. Instance of sex. I break it down by the number of times James Bond had sex. You did this (laughs) study. I did this study going back to 1962, (laughs) the number of times he had sex versus the number of women. And then I calculate average number of women and lays by actor. So... <laughs> you actually did this? Yeah. Hang on. I'll post it. This is great. You guys will love this. This is wonderful.
0: Is it because you know the movies so well, or no, no, you I actually sat I down and research. watched all of them with a notepad and said, oh, you just no, fucked her?
1: I, uh, no, wondering. I did not. No, I did not have that time. The data already existed. Oh, okay. Um, I was just imagining you watching all the
0: movies and going... <laughs> oh you're you're muted I can't hear you.
1: So what's happened um ever so generally both the number of women and the instances of sex have gone down. Um Roger Moore he, he must have I mean I know he's acting but holy cow he he got laid eight times one time that's the highest number eight <laughs> times between three women um and then you do average number of women and lays by actor. Uh, who was uh, George Lazenby? Uh, he had one movie. He had one movie. Yeah, okay. but he banged the fuck out of women. <laughs> he had uh, he banged on average three women uh, each movie and had four lays. Moore was at like three point eight, and two point six. Connery three point six and two point six. Dalton. He only had two women per thing, but he, he got three and a half lays. Brosnan, <clears throat> more women, less lays. Craig, dead last, 1.6 women and only two lays. That's why he's so angry. That's why he's so pissed <laughs> off, right? <laughs> yeah. Roger Moore, he was just like, well, oh, hey. <laughs> he's scowling all the time. <laughs> yeah, but um, it, oh, God, it just... Oh, well, um, hang on. Josh sent eight bucks, eight uh, bucks from Josh w- uh, Landrum answer. Think time question. The woman in weed and, th- and morning gents. All right. Thanks, Josh. Let's go back to. <clears throat>
0: oh, okay. He's actually paying for somebody else's question. He
1: paid for somebody else's question. Where did it go? Oh shit. It was up there. It Damn was. It. Do you have it? Yeah, I'll go look back here. Look it up. Let me go. I got a gargle. My throat's going. Give me a sec. We'll come back.
0: Well, I'll read it
1: while you gargle.
0: Yeah, it's the very first comment. Aaron, could you please elaborate on why you feel women shouldn't date men who consume marijuana even occasionally? What if everything else is right on point and they do it instead of drinking? So apparently Aaron has advised women to not date a man who consumes marijuana at all. And uh, you find it. Yep.
1: Okay, you me to reread read. it yeah. again? We'll go back down to Josh.
0: The audience knows the, knows it. So, but uh, yeah, just why uh, elaborate on why you feel women shouldn't date men who consume marijuana, even occasionally. What if everything is right on point and they do it instead of drinking?
1: Well, so that... you've
0: been in, pa- in the past have advised women to not, not, uh, uh, totally potheads, heads yeah,
1: I don't, I don't know where I said if he occasionally does pot, uh, here's the thing. If it, there's, there's always a deal breaker between both men and women, you're not going to find the perfect girl. Girls are not going to find the perfect guy. Yep. Um, it's just not going to happen. There's always going to be a flaw. Uh, so if the guy does occasionally has some pot, uh, but has all of his other shit together. Yeah. That's a quality guy. And you almost want a guy to have vice because, frankly, I don't trust a guy who doesn't have a vice because mm-hmm. they do. It's just if on the face of it, they're not drinking or doing pot or something, then I'm worried because it's like something they got to hide, like diddling kids or keeping people chained down in their basement. You know, everyone's sure. got a vice, everybody. Um, and you it's know, the pot, whole thing.
0: Yeah. If somebody looks too squeaky clean, there's probably something really bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So if in this particular case, it's a guy who's got his act together, and he occasionally does pot. Fine, but if it's a pothead, I don't know how a girl can, unless she's a pothead too, or really right. dumb uh, that you can. I mean, because you've hand you've hung out with potheads before, right?
0: I in college, I lived with two potheads.
1: They're worthless. You can't even. Yeah. They're not functional. Yeah.
0: Yeah. One of them had uh, one of them had ferrets for pets. Yeah. And he just let the cage build up with shit. Yeah, And then yeah. so we cleaned out the shit, me and the other sober guy cleaned out the shit and put it on his bed, like take care <laughs> of your fucking shit. <laughs> and it ended up just getting moved into the hallway. I mean, it was just, and I had to blow up at this guy eventually, just like, but you're he, ruining your fucking life. You can't even take care of your fucking ferret shit. And And I just totally laid into him. But yeah. it didn't
1: work because potheads. It, you're not talking to a human. This is one no. thing I learned with with people who I've known in my life, <clears throat> who are drug addicts and all that. It's not listening to them. It, they're not going to listen. You might as well not even talk to them.
0: But oh, other than that, they were actually pretty good roommates to have in college because I'd be sitting there doing my homework and I'd sniff, sniff, sniff. Oh, They're starting to do pot. And but they're you, they just would watch a movie. You know, they oh, wouldn't. Yeah, they're, totally they, they're just yeah. They're yeah, completely. You know, they're quiet. Um, but they don't take care of themselves at all. And it was a gateway to other things. They started doing shrooms and LSD and, and stuff like that. And so it's, it is a, I would say it is a gateway drug. It does. People are always looking for the next tie. And so if, but it's, maybe it's different now with it being legalized that once it's legal, it's like, oh, okay, I'm just doing this. I'm still just going to do legal stuff. But, but back in my day, it was illegal and mm-hmm. so once you start buying something illegally, it just opens the floodgates to, well, I'm buying this. So I might as well try this. Right. You know? Right. So.
1: No, it's not the worst thing. But uh, if, if all of a sudden, you know, if you're doing it every day. Right. Uh, and it starts to affect your ability to clean up ferret shit. Well, yeah, I think, you know. <laughs> I don't know. He, I guess the question to the guy if he's smoking pot, and he's like, "What do you think about this? What do you, you know? What? What? Well, if you can still get the girls and you're happy, then it's yeah. not affecting you. Maybe, maybe you're the love of your life is a gal who also likes to smoke pot. Right? Uh, I'm not. I'm not to judge. I'm not saying everyone's got to be squeaky clean and go down the path of Ward Cleaver. But in general, yeah, if you're a pothead, don't expect to get a high quality girl. Look. The number of quality girls is already pretty damn slim. You're not doing yourself no favors uh, being right. a pothead on top of
0: it. Well, isn't it the real question, whether you're an addict or not? I mean, it's whether yeah. you're an alcoholic or not. If you have yeah. beer and can handle yourself, that's fine. If it doesn't affect your motivation, your discipline, your your uh, uh, emotions, your mm-hmm. tolerance for what, you know, I mean, some people are angry drunks. Some people are happy drunks. I mean, some most people are both yeah <laughs> so it's it's you know it's how you how you
1: handle it i think so i that's the problem i i didn't know what a highly functional alcoholic was until someone explained it to me and then i realized why it's so dangerous because like if you're functional you yeah. don't stop because you're yeah. like yeah i could keep that you're like oh then it really fucks you up and it's like yeah so you gotta all right two dollars from troy costalecki afternoon cappy and dt good afternoon troy thank Always you a- for the for the money thank you for the money I always see him as like hiking climbing because that's his image. That's mm, his avatar. Okay. So I just picture him out there climbing all the time. He's probably <laughs> sitting listening. <clears throat> nonstop, stop Dre. Do you want to hear a funny joke? No. Email me the do- joke, Dre. I don't want you posted it here. <laughs> God almighty. Uh, Kristen Phoenix, when did you stop dressing up for Halloween? Well, that's <laughs> a good question. You like yeah. Halloween, don't you, DT?
0: Yeah. I mean, I it's there's two different questions. There's dressing up to go trick or treating mm-hmm. and then there's dressing up for Halloween. Right. So I, once I stopped trick or treating, I'd still dress up and scare the shit out of kids at our house. We were the scary house. Cool. And it got progressively better and better every year. does not surprise me at all. But... <laughs> so, um, I still dress up at, uh, out at the kids bus stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, one year I dressed up as Michael Myers and walked towards the bus. And the, <laughs> the other, the other year I was a grim reaper hiding behind the tree. And uh-huh. I always tried to do something fun for the kids on the bus. So I, I I'd still appreciate it. it. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I probably stopped dressing up on an 11 or 12. Uh, and then we just go trick or treating with, you know, regular clothes on, but we usually try to grab a neighborhood's kid to make it look like, you know, but then you bring your bag because you were, you were just trying to be a sponge and get free candy. And then, yeah, as an adult, uh, I remember spending an inordinate amount of time sewing a ninja costume, hmm. and I had an actual katana mailed. Oh, uh, cool! And so that was cool. I went out, and uh, and then, uh, yeah, usually I will dress up if there's a good party to go to. I went as a Kingsman two or three yep. years ago, yeah, because it's my, easy to
0: my to my party. You came up to my place. You can Did you we came go up to your place? Yeah. Yeah, he came, oh, to, right. bon- yeah, he came yeah. to DT's the, Compound 1.
1: And the GF yeah. was a, cow, uh, a cowboy, a playboy bunny. Yeah, and I was Snake Plissken. You were Snake Plissken, yeah. No, that was good. Yeah, that's right. We all did kind of, yeah. The man was real excited to see the GF. Yes, he was. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody else at the bar was too. <laughs> uh But yeah, now I don't really go out. Like, if it's easy, I'll do it. Like, last year I went as a millennial. I got that shirt that says, this is my millennial costume trophy, please. (laughs) So I've done that for the past two years. Uh, Yeah, but I don't know. You got to come up with a real good idea.
0: Um. When you have kids, it's easy to dress up because Mm -hmm. all the kids are dressing up and you're like, well, I might as well dress up as something. So one year I was I was pulling the kids wagon as Michael Myers. Oh kind of, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah
0: <laughs> up and down the streets with the mask and everything. And I had a flashlight too that had a flashing red on it, mm-hmm. so I'd put it up and <laughs>
1: under the mask. The friendly Michael Myers. Yes. Uh, bubble gum gun for two dollars. Do you watch J Reg's YouTube channel? Ten out of ten. J Reg. No, let's look him up. <clears throat> Sorry, old Captain's got a cold. I'm coughing more than normal. Reg J or J Reg. J-Reg. J-Reg. J-R-E-G. J-Reg. J-Reg, 113,000. Looks like he might be from my tribe. He gets great, great traffic. Hmm. Uh, Looks a little zany. Oh, yeah, he does political analysis and... uh, Yeah, it's maybe I'd have to tune into it. I got I got enough where I kind of I'm already full. My uh, podcast list is full.
0: It's interesting. I think podcasting is a bit like writing, where, or even music, where musicians and writers i think something they'll listen to some things but they're not you know they're not like huge consumers of like a writer is not going to be sitting there all day reading fiction right no they're going to be writing fiction mm-hmm. and and sometimes writers they they don't want to read too much stuff because then they think it'll affect their product i don't and read because i'm lazy that's the real but reason. with podcasting i really don't listen to very many podcasts at all really really Nope, huh. I do not. I, I listen to Alex Jones during the day uh, because I, I love his show and he's kind of on the cutting edge and he's hilarious. And that's three hours. And it's like, well, that's kind of enough. Yeah, <laughs> you know, three that's hours. A, that's,
1: that's enough. Yeah, I, I'll, <clears throat> do,
0: I'll listen while I'm working or whatever. And sometimes sometimes I'll tune into a podcast here and there if it comes across my faith, my Facebook feed. But I, I tend to not. Listen to a lot of podcasts because I I want my own thing to be my own thing. I don't want to Hi. I don't repackage other people's shit to put it on my podcast. I think there's a lot of people out there that repackage other people's stuff and present it as their own. And so to completely bypass all of that, I hardly I, I the the Black Brigade is the Black Brigade. It's it and if I'm pulling on something something else, I say it or or I'll say go listen to this guy if you want to learn about. That because he knows his shit better than I would,
1: right? So I don't think you have to worry about uh, <clears throat> plagiarizing people's uh, podcasts. Uh, but I'll tell you this: one thing I do, and I don't pull from. Uh, I mean, you can never say you're not influenced, but I don't tune into political podcasts. Like I, I tune into other stuff, like the Dick Show, World Class mm. Bullshitters, Beckloff, which is kind of political. I'll tune in. Um I've been listening to Turd Flinging Monkey because I he's great on economics. That is economic and political. But then we talks about the sex dolls. It's actually kind of funny and entertaining because it's just <laughs> so different in zany. I'm like, okay, yeah, I guess yeah. there's uh, something out there for everybody. There's something sure. out there for everybody. Yeah, but uh, and then what's the I'm not. One? I'm not
0: worried about plagiarizing or whatever. But it's kind of mm-hmm. like I mean the reason why I do the debrief is because every other talk show I'd listen to on conservative talk or whatever, mm. they'd always approach the answer that I thought was the answer, but they'd never say it. They'd never go as far as I wanted them to. Well, they're
1: on their mainstream. They can't, yeah. they can't. And
0: so that, that so the only, the only place I hear what I say is me. <laughs> it's <laughs> kind of like, I just don't hear it. I don't, I don't hear my message anywhere else really. And so that's, I'm, Kind of keeping it that way.
1: So. Don't worry. No one else hears your opinion. I know, either. exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Think it's of time. Neat. He paid us two bucks on top of the eight that uh, Josh paid us. Oh, okay. So we got even more money. Boom. Yeah. <clears throat> Nonstop Dre, two dollars. Are you ever going to do a drunk podcast there? Nope, never again. The uh the um the health scare, even though I guess alcohol didn't play a role in it, uh scared me enough that I'm like, nope. Never, never touching booze. So, if
0: you do happen to do a drunk podcast, it's bad. It means you're dying,
1: right? If I, yeah, if I'm ever <laughs> drinking again, it's either I'm dying and it's terminal, or I've come to the point where I don't care to live a full life anymore, and I'm going to maximize my immediate enjoyment upfront. So, like the go. GF was gone. Um, I think those would be about the only two things. Is like, I mean, the if GF I stop one- talking to you, maybe. No, I, <laughs> I'd be tempted to have a drink, but I don't think I'd have a drink. But <laughs> it does not to that point yet. If no, T. no, T. it's like <laughs> No, if, if I'm drinking again, it's because I will be dying very soon, and it's like fuck it, we might as well enjoy life. Uh, it, and you'll see a very hedonistic Cappy. Uh, I went
0: and visited my grandma one time, and yeah. uh, she was on the phone. With she's like, "Oh, I got, I got to, ta- I got to be on the phone here." And so she was in another room on the phone. And I'm like, "Well, that's kind of weird." And then so I'm I'm in her apartment by myself. And I look and I see that ashtray has cigarettes in it. What the fuck is going on? (laughs) And and I thought, holy shit, my grandma quit smoking a long time ago. Is she smoking again? She must be dying. It wasn't. It was my my cousin's. Oh, he came over and smoked. (laughs) (laughs) But it but it is funny how if somebody isn't doing something and then all of a sudden it looks like they're doing it again. Your first thought is they're dying. (laughs) <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh Nick schulanner who you can find at com for all your digital marketing needs. If you want to advertise a product or a service, go to com, Spell the way it's written up there on the thing. And he will do all your SEO optimization, all that good stuff. He says, Good afternoon, gents. Good afternoon, Nick. Hello. Bearded uh, for two dollars again. He says, I'd like to see listed to DT and Rob says talk about dude. You guys should you know what Rob says? No. Like I just said, I don't know anybody. Really. Go, um, he, he bearded's right. You two should totally get that now. Rob knows who you are to give you a little ego boost there. Ah, mm, cool. But go to robsays.net dot net and uh, download his um his podcast. Yeah, he is a metalhead, and you guys would totally. You guys should totally. Um, we should have he'd, you on a on a masculine geek podcast, and you guys could talk like. Uh, gear he'd probably team.
0: put me totally to shame, though. You know, I, I'm a metal head, but I'm not like a huge metalhead. I guess I, I like what I like and I don't like necessarily what's popular. So that does make me a little bit unique, but, um, mm-hmm. yeah, he'd probably put me to shame. He just runs circles around me.
1: Well, well Nick Nick's for two bucks again. DT time for a blood shekels, right? Get to, you're not even, look. DT can't do it unless he's like got a couple shots of scotch in him. I've
0: got one beer in me, yeah.
1: That's eh, not enough.
0: Uh, it's probably not. Yeah. You're,
1: you're following along. You're paying attention. You're not interrupting <laughs> me. You're stone sober, I could tell. <laughs> I'm a highly functioning alcoholic, Karen. <laughs> no, you're not. Trust me, you're not an alcoholic. $5 no, for Prairie Rifle. That's it. That's all he did. Prairie Rifle. Is that a website?
0: Hang hmm. anyway. on. Just gave you
1: five bucks. Here you Prairie go. Prairie Rifle. No, I thought it was a website. No, it's just that's his name, Prairie Rifle. Uh two from two dollars from nonstop. Blah, blah, blah. Two dollars from nonstop Dre. Again, again, Batwoman TV series bomb two. There was a yeah. Batwoman?
0: Yeah, it's I don't what? know if it's still going or not, but yeah. She's a lesbian and
1: yeah. Wait, 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 really? Okay, that woman was enough, they made her a lesbian?
0: Yeah, they made her a lesbian. Yep. You got
1: Hang on, who played her?
0: It's just, there's not, I mean, it's it's not interesting anymore. Wow. You know, it's 3. just not.
1: one out of 10. Oh, she's a redhead, of course. Kane's daughter. Well, I mean, I, I think uh... that's part of
0: the costume, is the
1: red head on the bat suit or whatever i don't i just you know what i'm gonna start taking women and minorities and the creative arts you know like hollywood and and the movies seriously You know, what i'm gonna take them seriously <clears throat> when they actually start doing their own shit when you start creating your own shit this is like the women who they had the all-female spacewalk did you hear about that right right that's Yay! that's not built 100% <laughs> off the back of male engineering, math and labor. Did they drop any bags of tools to just go floating off
0: into into
1: space? Just <laughs> like they've done before. <laughs> why don't why don't you do It's always the first woman too. You've already right. lost. You're not the first one. Obviously a man did it before. <clears throat> the first Hispanic that. Too late. Somebody already did it before you. I want to see the first person to X, Y, Z, and it's a woman. Then I'll tip my hat. But a bunch of vaginas being shot up on a rocket built by male technology invented fucking 60 years ago, and you're all proud and raw and, and twiddling each other's twat. Fuck you. You did nothing. You got on a ship using tech technology men did and did this shit, I mean, how many decades ago? Right. How many decades? And admittedly understood. I made it
0: foolproof.
1: Cultural expectations were different. Women weren't, you know, you didn't go into ash. Okay, I got that. Now, now that Gen X is the first full generation where it's women can do anything men can do. When are you women and other minority, other groups? Start doing it. Right. Start fucking doing it and start doing shit nobody's done before. Because if you're the first uh, group of person X to do xy and z then group of person y did it before you and i don't care right i don't care and batwoman oh jesus what? well there's just and there's
0: so many uh, i saw a post come across my facebook feed where it's like the story about i don't know some black guy that took over a slave ship and then used yeah! it to, used a- it to free oh. slaves and all, and it's like why the hell hasn't this been made into a fucking movie? It's just like... Bass
1: Reeves. You ever hear of Bass Reeves? No. First U.S. Marshal who was a black guy. He was over on the Wild West. Uh-huh. Did they make a movie about that guy? No. Right. right. There's the, history is rich, and there's
0: all these awesome little corners and nooks and crannies of it with great stories, and they just recycle the same old shit all over and over again. Slavery. How? Slavery. How? Slavery. Oh, this is about a slave.
1: This one's about this slave over here. <laughs> How bored do you think the young black kids are nowadays and and of our generation, too, when Black History Month came up like, gee, I wonder if we're going to talk about Rosa Parks and MLK <laughs> right, again. Right. Oh, I wonder if they're going to drink. You know, it was like when I was at parochial school, we had to go through Bible history. We're going to talk about Exodus. It's like, oh, fuck the Jews escaping Pharaoh again. The story right. doesn't change. And then meanwhile, you got these cool ass motherfuckers, even people alive today like Ben Carson. Hello. Right. Maybe some. Right. no, it's always activists, activists, poets, activists, activists, poets, authors, activists. Maybe right. a musician. Maybe you get really risky and we talk about Duke Ellington and the kids are allowed to have a little bit of fun. Fuck otherwise, no, it's like they wrote a poem and Mayu Angelou and she did a thing and fought the oppressors. Like, dude, this guy commandeered and took over a Confederate ship. Yeah, floated it up to the union, and the guy ended up becoming a congressman later on.
0: Right. Yeah. We don't want to talk
1: about that guy. That might be interesting.
0: We don't want you to be proud of your history. We want you to just feel like victims all the time.
1: Have like victims the entire time. Oh Oh, wait, I skipped up nonstop trade. Oh no, we did do that one. Yeah, Yeah, Batwoman. God Almighty, it's just see and he. Don't tell me you can't come up with anything creative. You look at shows that came out in the 80s. How creative was it? You had Knight Rider. You had MacGyver. Right. You had the Dukes of Hazzard. You had movies, Back to the Future. You had all this creativity. They're just too fucking lazy to create right. their own shit.
0: Right, exactly.
1: And if you came up with an original you know, female superhero or an original uh, Hispanic something or other, I mean, and it and it shouldn't even be Hispanic. This it should be. Hey, here's a guy like Blade. Remember Blade? Right. Yeah. Blade's yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. There we go. People watch yeah. that Wonder well, Woman. Wonder
0: yeah, Wonder there Woman. was uh, from dusk till dawn the television series that was kind of cool, which is basically Hispanics.
1: Was it Hispanic? Uh, yeah. Cast yeah, it's, it's Robert
0: Robert Rodriguez, and okay. and he turned his movie from dusk to dawn into a into a tele television show, and it was pretty good. Cool. I don't know if it's still on, but
1: yeah. But did he get billions in financing? Did he? No, have no. All the he runs no. his own.
0: He's got his own movie house. He's he he runs everything himself.
1: It's just so fucking. And even the Joker movie, everyone's like, "Oh, the Joker! It's this great movie." No, it's a fucking remake. It's just recycled. Yeah. Jesus, can you come up with a new? I mean, and I have a character in mind. There's a comic book I want to write, but it would make a good movie. But apparently no one's buying. Apparently no one wants it. If if it hasn't been made in the past, we can't do it today. Right. Well,
0: they want the sure thing. Yeah. All right.
1: Uh, Red Pillars say don't get married and have kids. You and Rich Cooper say you can get married and have kids. Just be cautious. I'm conflicted. Um, You got to pick the right gal. I I personally won't have kids because I I think it's too high of a risk. And I never thought I could afford them. In an ironic sense, I guess I could afford them now but I, I, you don't want to use me as a, as a barometer. I, uh, my background is not normal. Um, Rich has kids. Uh, everybody I know who has kids, Terrence Pop who has kids, they love their kids and they would, would have never done it differently. Um, <clears throat> so I kind of go, I would follow Rich Cooper's advice before you follow mine on this, but you, you can get married and you can't have kids. Just be cautious. I would say you don't get married in, in the eyes of the state. You have your personal ceremony between you and your pastor or your uh, cleric or whatever, or you make your commitments to one another. And that's a commitment that you and your loved one have to each other. Uh, if you want to have kids, you can have kids. Um, But I, I, uh, I would say if you have to have a policy and you're not sure, don't do either because the risks are just too high. And the world that we live in today and we'll be living in the future is going to be shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to be shit. Well, I would
0: just I would just add to yeah. that that nothing is for sure. I mean, you could have the perfect woman and the perfect uh marriage contract, right? And you're like, okay, right. I'm ready to have kids and you have kids and your kids have health problems. There's just nothing right you're it's never a sure thing i call i mean getting married is not trusting in chaos but having children is trusting in chaos you're just kind of taking the leap you're never ready you don't know what the fuck you're doing um and yeah if you have the right perspective going into it it's got a much higher chance of being successful because you know you, you don't have stars in your eyes you don't have unrealistic expectations and if you can find a woman that is, is is like that, doesn't have unrealistic expectations, you are you are going to be able to react to the chaos that is marriage and having children effectively.
1: I'd also say have money. That's another that thing. That would be good. Because, yeah. I mean, I know you'll get all the government help in the world, but if you look at it, people who have money, you're not worried about shit like, God, am I going to be able to eat? Whereas if you're collecting a welfare check or you're on WIC. And you're just spitting out kids. I mean, look look at every poor community in the United States. You can look at the barrio. You can look at the ghetto. You can look at the trailer park. Uh, it's miserable. They got all the government money being thrown out. They're yeah. fucking miserable. Yeah. And okay, fine. You see a rich couple get divorced. Well, their kids aren't starving. The husband, he may have gotten taken for half. He ain't starving either. Um, yeah, I, I just... That's about you know, leverage.
0: Sure. You don't want to have anything have leverage on you. You don't want to be make you want to make decisions because you think it's the right thing to do. You don't want to make a decision like, "Oh, are we going to lose our welfare check? Right. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. Exactly. Uh, Sam Whiskey for 4.99 husbands used to take their wives to an Elvis concert so the wife can get kissed on lips by Elvis. Really? Hmm. Could they even get to Elvis? I mean, or is this when he was younger
0: and not no, no, as popular? No. That this might be back to where um Maybe yeah, he wasn't as popular, and it was a little bit more of an intimate
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, concert, like we were talking about before. A smaller concert's more fun.
1: Yeah, remember the Vulcans? Yes. Like where now, a lot of people don't know this, but St. Paul has the St. Paul Winter Carnival, and it happens in January. It's very cold. It's a way to break up the the horrors of Minnesota w- uh, winter. And there's these guys who still exist today. They're called the Vulcans and they wear these red jumpsuits and they have snidely whiplash mustache stashes and they have goggles and red fireman's hat. And they drive around. What is it? An old 1949 fire truck. Yeah. It's yeah. It's something like that. And they, and they'll ding the bells and all they do is it's this elite group of guys and you got to get into the club and they just go to different bars in St. Paul and they get hammered. (laughs) And what, what you would hope is because they had these, mustaches they were mascara mustaches drawn on their faces and they just grab women and kiss them and then you'd get smeared with the mascara so if you went home like did you get kissed by a vulcan and the wife would say yeah he came up he just gave me a kiss it went and it was great you wanted to be kissed right. by a vulcan well then right. sure enough some gen x or millennial Kuanta, haha maybe even a baby boomer took offense or it was sexual yep. and that was the end of it now <clears throat> they'll draw a yep. mustache on you. Yeah, that's, yep. that's what yep. it is. That's what it is. I didn't is. know the history.
0: I didn't know the history of that. I knew. I I yep. remember when they caught a lot of flack because all but, you broads yeah.
1: just you can't are have fun anti- anymore. Fun. Can't have fun anymore. Why can't you find a man? Why can't you? Nope. Nope. You get to have it drawn on your face. How fucking splendipity yippity. How all brought to pe- you by the left. By the way, this isn't some prudish Christian mother. It was all leftists. All leftists are anti fun. How much do you
0: bet these husbands that took their wives to get kissed by Elvis got lucky that night?
1: Well, what do you think they were doing? <laughs> they didn't take them to get him kissed. Like, yeah, kiss him. Right. Of course. Uh nonstop, Dre 360. What your vice is mine is I'm too stoic and detached. It's not a vice. A vice should be fun. My vice is obviously alcohol. Um now it's nothing. It fucking sucks. There's there's I guess hiking and adventuring—that's my vice. Um, but I
0: don't even know what mine would be. I mean, I don't. Yours is sloth. I, yours is sloth. sloth.
1: You are sloth. That's <laughs> I'm your, not that's lazy. Your, you are. No, you're not lazy. But you have sloth. You've been there how long? And you didn't do any. Hi- oh, you went up M Hill, the
0: uh-huh.
1: little one across the uh, street. And we went around.
0: Yeah. Uh, we went around. Uh, what's that? Sh- well, not Sheridan, like the other lake. Uh, we walked around that and. Couple Lake, Horseshoe Lake. We walked around that, and
1: that's half a mile. Yeah, if well, that. like I
0: said, there's the kids don't like the long walks. yet. yeah. We're trying to get
1: them liking the short walks before we start taking them on the long walks. So yours is sloth. I could tell that. Mine would be what's 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 gluttony? Is that it? Where you consume too much of something?
0: Yeah, yeah. That's gluttony.
1: Yeah. So would would vices then be? One of the seven deadly sins. Wouldn't that generally be? Well, they vice? they would
0: they would play into into the seven deadly sins. One I mean, of seven deadly sins. I would a, a vice would be a part of one of those sins. Uh, seven deadly sins. Like I'm not slothful, but I maybe I'm too laid back. I don't
1: know. Okay, I like I like just lounging around. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, lust. I don't know how that's bad. I mean, you oh, want to lust, lust as, after your wife or girlfriend,
0: right? Yeah, but if, but if you're, I think lust means you're just, it means adultery. It means, well, why don't totally they say
1: guilty. adultery then? That's different than they lust. Should, Everybody has lust,
0: right? Uh, well, gluttony, well, back in the day when the seven deadly sins were created, that was mm-hmm. bad. Sexual desire was bad, right? Still is,
1: according to all the Christians. <laughs> uh, gluttony, we got that one. Greed, okay, so yeah. theft. Sloth, laziness, wrath. Oh, there's never mind. Okay, there's mine. <laughs> that's your never question. mind. There's your answer. There, uh, Dre three hundred and sixty. Uh, it's <laughs> it's wrath. I take that back.
0: But I mean, a vice is something that you like that you feel guilty about liking.
1: Oh, envy, pride. Uh, yeah. God, yeah. I guess I guess my vice was booze, and my seven deadly sin is wrath. I guess they're not perfectly analogous. They don't <clears throat> correlate. They don't Venn diagram 100% over another. Yeah, I like
0: lounging around, watching horror movies, and drinking beer. So And
1: coffee. Don't and coffee, me. coffee, yeah. Uh, but I'm not fat, and I'm not out of shape. Nick Scherlander, I have no vices. How do I develop something? you got to have a vice. I mean... I don't know. You you can watch porn, I guess, is a vice. What are things we're not supposed to do? Drink, porn, live at home, um, sleep, laziness. uh, I mean, how about your guitar there? He's got his guitar up. Are you a good guitar player? If you're not a good guitar player, then that could be considered a vice because your band's not going to make it, so I guess you enjoy it, but it's a complete waste of time. Maybe um, a vice
0: is something that like you spend too much money on that you shouldn't. I mean, like playing video games could be a vice. That could right? be a vice, yeah. And if you're going yeah. to you know, if you're buying all kinds of metal music and going to metal concerts all the time sure. when you don't have enough money, that could be a vice.
1: You you buy too fancy of a sports car and gotta yeah. get all the doodads and whistles. Yeah, I could see that.
0: I guess it's something you shouldn't be doing, but you do it anyway, because you love it.
1: Uh, one could call that a hobby too.
0: Yeah, but but a hobby if you're financially responsible wouldn't be a vice it would just be a hobby but if you're like it's like well you know the kids i'm buying them shitty clothes but i go out and golf every yeah. weekend yeah, that, would, well, be that vice, would be a vice right yeah
1: yeah, yeah. okay from ice snows 556 a contributing to a nonprofit it's called shekels for cappy you are my <laughs> own personal guru my rabbi my shaman yes yes i am all those things Go buy my books. Take in the wisdom. Well, Why I, are asshole consulting? What? I've
0: asked you this before. What nonprofit could you start legitimately and make I, money I,
1: on? I could, I could start. Uh, absolutely. I could start a nonprofit. That you'd agree with. Well, that, that I'd you, agree with? Yeah, that you'd like agree with doing. Uh, a fundraiser, like uh, uh, a, uh, a funding charity for men who are uh, coming from, I don't want to say just generally. Uh, disadvantaged, but men who came from broken homes or were raised by single moms. I, I would start a school like like Cappy Camp. We've talked about it before, but it's like, here are the lessons. Here's the shit your mother's not going to tell you because she's a mom. She's female. She doesn't know. And your dad is fucking gone or he's a fucking pussy and he's a cuck and he doesn't dare tell you that like it'd be a man camp.
0: Um, I got a, non-profit a legit you. nonprofit. I could do. I got one for you that's simpler than that. All right, that that strikes right at the heart of one of your things that annoys you the most. You go, you start a nonprofit advocating for telecommuting. That'd be something I could do.
1: I, I or could you could do, do
0: presentations to companies showing how, you know.
1: But but here's it would, here's the- it
0: would help their bottom line, and and you you take contributions to try to help with client. You could you could you know fake it and say, well, this also helps with climate change. But uh, right.
1: yeah, here's my question: Who would that benefit?
0: Well, for the nonprofit, you'd pay yourself a nice. Oh, I see. Nice I pay myself sum of money. Right. Okay, yeah. all right, but and, and then hopefully you'd be able to drive around town more because the commute would be less, or the, the commuting time period would shorten yeah, if you're thing. successful enough.
1: With Cappy's Man Camp, all the boys I'm helping out there, I know, I I either like or I respect, or they deserve it. I kind of like the sheep queuing up. <laughs> no, I do these fucking no, I get assholes. It. I get it. What? All, you think? Okay, what was I get it? it. When whatever, take your group. Black Lives Matter. Um, Farts for the environment. Whatever they go on, they block the interstate downtown, or they throw a a protest. Whatever downtown, who are they inconveniencing? The, the people who don't deserve to be. Well, I the guess leftists. They started, the yeah, leftists. Right. People shit in the streets of San Francisco. Who are those bums bothering?
0: Right, yeah, if it's downtown, yeah.
1: Yeah, and let's take politics out of it. You're lining up to go do your commute, and so you do vote Republican, but you're still a sheep, and you're still a moron. You think you're great (laughs) because you got your MBA Fuck you. I want you to commute. I want you to queue up at those meters. I want you to pay $15 for parking. I want you to work yourself to an early. Why would I help those people? They've never fucking helped me.
0: Yeah, they don't have the they don't have the uh, self respect to say no. Well, they've so only gotten them. in
1: my way. They've only yeah. gotten in my way, you know. Yeah. And all I've caught is flack from those people. So fuck them. No, I would. I'll I'll help people that actually need it and make the money. But yeah, telecommuting. But he, here's the thing. That is such a no brainer, right now. You know, budgets are tight, infrastructure's crumbling down, or it's getting older. We we're not. Keeping up with the population in terms of the you know miles of road that we're building, uh-huh. it is such a simple solution that that other people would and should have gone and promoted this. And all right. these really good feel corporations are like, we try to work out work life family balance. They would have promoted that in their policies. If they're not going to do it now, when it's this painfully obvious, what's a nonprofit going to do? Hi, can I talk to you about Jesus? I mean, the benefits of telecommuting. They're not gonna. They're not gonna <laughs> sign up. You're poo-pooing my idea. It's so simple. So I have simple. So, very... It'd be
0: so simple and so easy, and you'd get money for it. For it,
1: it would be easier to raise the money. You know what? That might be easier to raise money for, because yeah, who wants to well, especially
0: if you say it's to help the environment.
1: Well, yeah, but who wants to?
0: You get all the Sierra, all these other big, huge nonprofits would give you a little taste if you go around and try to get people to get out of their vehicles
1: right during commute. Community times, maybe that's why they don't want to do it because then global warming would have ended, right? Then it would be like, What are we <laughs> going to complain about? Uh, what else? Uh, bold know. design. I'll, I'll show these. Uh, you're writing a comic book, uh, that's fucking dope, Cappy. I want to write a comic book, I don't have an artist, and people who have sent me, hey, I could be your There's one guy who's all right, um, but. Uh, most of them have been shit artists, and um, I need I need an artist. Nonstop Dre five dollars. Imagine a movie or TV series where a loving, feminine, attractive, happy, married housewife secretly is a superhero like Tony Stark or Batman. Thoughts? That'd be cool. Wasn't that? No. You ever watch the fresh uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air?
0: Uh, I never watched it. No, you, you are aware
1: of it, though, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Will Smith. Yeah. So one of the cooler episodes, it came out that the mom was a Harlequin romance not a writer, and nobody knew. <laughs> and she was like making all this money because her, her the husband, the dad, was a a judge, Judge Banks, right? Remember the any of this coming back to you? No, I I, I know of the show.
0: I know the I uh, opening intro. I know it was you know he wore all those
1: colorful suits. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anyway, anyway, so the, it could work,
0: but isn't that sort of like Mr. and Mrs. Smith?
1: Yeah. I mean, they both didn't yeah. know they were spies. Yeah. Yeah. It could work. I and don't any,
0: any like a sequel to true lies. That's sort of the same thing the, where the she, pro- yeah,
1: you know. but he, here's the problem with that. It, it It's the same story, you know, cause like uh, uh, Bruce Wayne, You're just You're swapping out Bruce Wayne, and you're swapping out a a costume. Uh, Uh I I want something completely new and different. Hey, a Pontiac Trans Am that talks to you. All right, I'm sold. Let's go. All right, but it I it's it's too similar. To Batman and Iron Man. Well, and
0: that's that. It, there was the movie um, "Long Kiss Goodnight" with Gina Davis. Yeah, where she was. It was basically uh, the Born Identity before the Born Identity,
1: right? And she had uh, amnesia.
0: Yep. And so she was. There were some good jokes in that from Sam Samuel uh, Samuel Jackson, where he's like, "Oh, I burned the damn muffins, and now you're <laughs> killing people or whatever." So she was kind of the perfect housewife, and yeah. then kicked ass. So.
1: Uh, five uh, bucks from Pimp Daddy. I like to bring my wife to baseball games. I kiss her between the strikes, and key- she kisses me between the wait. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the joke? Is that the, joke, the joke that that uh, Dre the wanted to share?
0: Andrew.
1: Yeah. Who's this asshole? Who's this guy? Mm, he's a you cave dweller. Yeah, he's a cave dweller. Two bucks from our good buddy, Atham. I'm guilty of lust and, believe it or not, wrath. He Did you know he had anger problems at one time?
0: No, he doesn't seem... I've only heard him the one
1: time on your podcast. He uh, should write a book. He really could, he, because I've met him in person. We've hung out several times. He's as cool as cool hand Luke. Um, does not get angry at all. At one time, he would get so angry, he would throw up. That's how angry he was. Okay. And he turned that shit around to be one of the most stoic, calm men I know today. Well, that's the thing. But, but that's the problem
0: with uh, even Keel. And I I would call myself an even keel person. I don't really, really get up and I don't really get down. But when the anger builds up, holy shit, when that blows, it blows. And so that's, that's, that's what I've, I've gotten a lot better with that. I mean, I broke my hand on a wall.
1: So. Well, you have reason. I mean, people should listen to that (laughs) podcast where you talk about what your daughter went through. Yeah. Uh that right there will give you I would put that episode that's I, on par with uh with the Great <laughs> Ones podcast about um uh the sterile life. I mean it's it's dark, it's macabre, but it's true. And yeah, that's I
0: literally hit the wall. I mean it was uh, but yeah. So, um but it's better now. Good.
1: Uh four bucks from Sam. This is for sort of the Andrew Yang Thai fund? What's the Thai fund? Hmm. Andrew Yang's got a tie fund?
0: I don't know. I mean, he's that Democrat guy that wants to do the GMI.
1: He's that guy who, by the way, for anyone listening, he's never ran a business. He's only ran nonprofits. He's gotten all of his money from other people, and his parents were rich. He's the biggest fucking pussy there is out there. So fuck his ties. Fuck his (laughs) ties. Have have his dad and mom who came over from, was it Thailand?
0: I wonder if oh, he's
1: selling ties maybe for his who gives a shit in what all he has to do is go run to mom and dad or the government. Right. That's where he's gotten all of his fucking money. Right. And then he supports BGI and you dipshit millennials at Gen Zers. Here's the most brilliant man other ever. Other people's money. Who would have come up with that?
0: <laughs> I did a podcast on GMI. It's come up again lately. I, I, I sent it to somebody else via Facebook where I did do the math and it seems like it could work but you had to get rid of every single government welfare program out there yeah, you have to replace I, I'm, every I'm single one that. of them. I'm yeah. for
1: that. Because and cuz you know what's going to happen? All the dumb poor people are going to piss through it on the first week. Right. And then and then and you absolutely need them to starve and suffer for the remainder of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I even got down to the point like where it's like, well, let's give them the money at winter so they don't all die. You know, like they have money and then at least it's spring and summer. they run out. Well, at least they're not dying of cold. And then maybe by the time the next winter comes around, they'll found a job. But Um, just imagine all that
0: overhead of all the people that are employed to basically be the go-between for government money from the government to poor people. All those jobs would be gone. It would wait. be revolutionary. It would be revolutionary, but there's no way it would ever happen like that. Because once once you get into the details like something like that, everybody's sacred cow that's getting oh,
1: gored. No. No, you no. Know? What would all the women do when they don't the have rocks. to take care of other women's children that they went to school to learn how, that they abandoned their own children to take care of right. other women's children? Maybe they go back and take care of their children. Right. <laughs> Ice knows for 556 says, say Cappy, are you allowed to share the details of the time you told off to Chad's GF uh GF's cuddlewookums? Like to hear the details on that one. Uh, yeah, I could tell it. Uh, uh maybe went, maybe she wait
0: till Chad's on the show to do that no, one. No, he
1: he um he told it he told it in all the detail there was when he told it. Um there oh, wasn't okay. really any more details to say. Uh all it was is I'll give you the top. This is nothing that hasn't been said. I met her and him at a bar in Chicago. Everything was going great. And I showed a picture of my girlfriend to her and the picture I had on my phone. She's my, my GF is in, you know, lingerie. I'm like, that's my girlfriend. And then, um, everything seemed to be going fine. And it wasn't, she wasn't nude, but it was just tasteful. And, uh, then I get an email from his girlfriend saying, I kind of find that degrading. Why is a, is a picture of your girlfriend in a physical state? Why is she at work or something like that? And I'm like, oh, fuck. What is this? You know, like, why? And, and I'm like, you know, well, no, she gave me this picture, and I like the way she looks physically, you know. And, you know, and on, very- top of it, on top of it, she makes, at the time, she makes a lot more money than me. I mean, she's, you know, but, but I like looking at a pretty girl. Well, that that's wrong. And then and then she literally told Chad that he couldn't hang out with me. And he called me one time. I can't believe she says I can't hang out with. Well, it turns out she is a raging indoctrinated feminist. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, social justice. Type, I mean, spoiled little daddy's girl. Daddy paid for everything. I mean, the the epitome of what the Clary test was created for. Like, this is the last person you want running for public office. All right. This is just a spoiled worthless human. I mean, it has no value at all to society. None. Uh, well then they got back together. Then they ended up living together. Um, and they were going to like bury the hatchet. So to make it all, let's have peace. She sent me this olive branch of an email that had arsenic acid, uh, toxic waste and thorns all over it. And it was like I- this, I understand and I can't remember what it was, but it was like an insult wrapped up in an olive branch. And I understand you're not gonna underst- you know be at my level and-, and you're gonna have your bigoted or sexist ideas, but you know, uh <laughs> Chad really likes you and I'm willing to respect it. <laughs> and then that's when old Cappy. So gave the order. Ad, 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 He gave himself a promotion to Admiral. He took over the fleet. He says, all right, everyone bearing 90 degrees left. And we move all <laughs> the battleships and all the destroyers and all the cruisers. I say, aim all guns to that one Haha over there. And I let off an email that was the most devastating email. And Chad told me on the podcast the other time um, it ended up making her cry. Oh, wow. <laughs> And I, I sent Chad an email after I sent that one. I said, hey, I just made your life a lot easier. <laughs> 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 and I, I remember, I, and all I did was tell the truth. I'm like, you are worthless. You're spoiled. You'd be nothing without your dad. You're a mockable, hypocritical feminist, at least real feminists would support themselves. You have no degree. You work the shitty ass. I think she's a barista or something like that. You're parasiting off of Chad. You'll never make it on your own. And what's worse is you damn well know it. And you dare come up to me, someone who's obviously superior, who's never taken a dime from his parents or the government. I mean, I just just and fucking lit nitpick. into her. She's, huh? nit, she's nitpicking. Oh, I just. So everything hit. And uh, I'm glad I made her cry. I didn't know that. So at least she knows that's the thing. She knows it's all true. And then Chad caught hell for it. It was great. This is wonderful because it wasn't me. (laughs) Now I'll be honest. When you you unlocked your
0: phone one time, and I I was sitting right next to you, and I look over and I saw that picture, and I kind of went, oh, "Cap," and just kind of shook my head. That was my. That was my. I thought, "Eh,
1: "What's wrong with having a picture?" A little weird,
0: but. It's a little weird having it as my you're... girlfriend,
1: from my phone. I can do but whatever the hell I want. But it's
0: what everybody sees when you when you open. Well, your maybe phone. people shouldn't be snooping over on my phone, huh? <laughs> well, you can't help it. I mean, when you're in a dark maybe car I want to or brag whatever, a
1: little bit like yeah, the hell, light turns this.
0: on. So I was just like, ah, that's just Cappy. You know, that's I mean, Cappy.
1: That's right. That's right. That's the I proper response. Have, that's my phone. Yeah, I'm a goddamn American. That's my girlfriend. I'm gonna have a picture of my girlfriend in Laundry on my goddamn phone. You're you damn right.
0: You don't need to make your opinions known on everything. I mean, it's like, choose your battles type of right. thing. I don't
1: yeah? have any shit. Um, I'm
0: not anyway. saying I disagreed with it. I just kind of laughed and shook my head. I'm just kind of like, yeah, there's Cap. That's, there his, that's there's his, his splash page. He likes sex part. and
1: big tits. Oh, my God. Heaven forbid. <laughs> um. Let's do the sponsors real quick. MGTOW's Guide to Retiring on 200,000 in Southeast Asia. You can only find this book at MGTOWbooks.com. You go there, MGTOWbooks.com, written by Luca v- Venet- Vendetti. Um, if you use Aaron, you get 10% off on your promotion code there. You type in Aaron, A-R-O-N. Not A-R-O-N, not A-R-R-O-N. It's double A, Ron. That's the Biblical is. Aaron, biblical. If anyone remembered... uh Bible class or Bible study. Uh, also, you can go to NickSchulander.com. We talked about that if you have any digital marketing needs. You can help out the podcast and me by going to OlderBrother.com. Even though this is the um, Clary podcast. You can go to OlderBrother.com slash donate, and there's three ways you can do that. There is the PayPal link. You just donate money. You don't get anything in return. There's the Patreon link. Click on that. It'll take you to my Patreon page. You can become a patron member, and you get access to the behind-the-wall material, including Mary Joe's pinups, Sanity is the Future of Wealth, and my road trip podcast, which is uh, me just randomly podcasting when I have the spare time. It's not anything great, but if you want to listen to stuff, you got that there. There's uh, <clears throat> my paper available on Amazon. It's called Privatizing Governments. If you are an economist or uh, you're interested intellectually in politics and economics, that's a very short read. It is just a paper. It's just a paper. It's only three bucks, I think, on Kindle, uh, but you can check that out, Privatizing Governments. Some people have responded positively to that, so I uh, wanted to mention that. You never know what people like. The School of Error is written by our good friend, Dr. David Perodin, who you could find at safetyphd.com. He has his podcast, he has his blog, and he is a safety expert, specifically as it pertains to the safety of your children in the schools. Get his book, The School of Errors, if you actually care about the safety of children in schools. If you don't and you just want to masturbate and be a good little virtue signal, then you could just repeat you know, Democrat talking points and say, uh, oh, we need to get rid of all guns. AssholeConsulting.com if you guys need help. Uh, you got a question on anything that an older brother can answer. Go to assholeconsulting.com, where I, the world's only professional asshole, will give you the swift kick in the ass you so desperately need and are going to pay money for. And it was at, DT, would mm. you have used asshole consulting when you were younger?
0: Uh I I was stupid. I, I should have.
1: Yes, that's
0: the whole thing. Yes, yeah, I should have. And Definitely.
1: Back then, did the internets or did the no. asshole consultings ever exist?
0: Nothing like that. That's how no. you get you you young men today have it so good. You don't even know. Well, well some ways you have it bad, but some ways you have it have bad. It
1: great. Yeah. That, look, they have asshole consulting wouldn't exist if they had it good. They wouldn't right. need my help. But it is bad. So well, here, things here's, always
0: sucked. Things always sucked. We just understand why they
1: <laughs> suck now, and they suck right. worse. And right. now for. You know, thirty, forty, fifty dollars. You can avoid a huge mistake like majoring in stupid shit, uh, choosing the wrong girl. I oh god, I had this kid. I can't mention he wanted anonymous. He he definitely needed my help, um, and I charged him fifty bucks, and it was absolutely worth it because going forward, I'll, I'll I can tell you this much about it. Um, DT, have you ever fretted long term about asking a girl out? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay how how long did your fretting last
0: well until you ask him out i guess well yeah
1: but what's the longest time you went where you wanted to ask out a girl and then you tortured yourself until uh, the point in time you asked her i ask? was
0: i mean uh uh i was a total fucking hornball loser so you know it would be was yeah yeah, yeah was <laughs> um it was it was could be weeks sometimes
1: you know Maybe longer. Weeks. All right. Yeah. This oh, this yeah. guy went years. Well, years, maybe not. But okay. Well, I'm 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 just saying he went years torturing himself about hemming and hawing and asking this girl out, and he never did, and I never that did, time. and uh, and okay. I basically said, stopping a fucking pussy, and right. never ever do that to yourself again, because all that time, energy, and effort, and pain, and suffering over six years, uh, as opposed to hey, do you want to go out? No, get away from me, creep. Okay. Well, and you miss all
0: the other opportunities too.
1: And you missed all, Just, the, yeah. right, right. So it's worth the 50. Well, it's not even 50. That one's cheap. Um, if it's an easy one, you're talking 20, 25 bucks. A little more difficult, gets a little bit more expensive. But let's say it's $100. To learn that shit because your dad's not around or no one right. fucking told you, you are, go- it is so worth the money. So if you have a question or you're confused about something or need some guidance or direction and you don't have anyone else like your mom, God almighty, don't talk to your mom. If you're a no. young man, do not ask your mother for advice, okay? Mm. You have to go to your dad. If you don't have your dad or your dad is a fucking cuck, then come to me. And for an affordable price, I will, I will prevent you from making mistakes that are in the 10 to hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of mistakes in your future. And it is true. So just go to assholeconsulting.com and get your life straight with a little swift kick ass from your older brother. <clears throat> the Science of Mastering Women, written by Linda Gross. You can check her out at the Men's Advocates Show. Her book, The Science of Mastering Women, is very uh, methodical. It is highly rated, 50 reviews, and it's like a 4.5. Uh, stars. So that's pretty good. That's a pretty good testimony. Find that on Amazon.com paperback and Kindle. The Pence Principle. That's basically uh, how not to get accused falsely of rape. And if you do, to have the proof that you never have to go through what Randy, uh, not Randy, but Randy Betwick's the author. Uh, Brett Kavanaugh went through. Justice Kavanaugh. Supreme Court Justice. Supreme says. Court Justice. Um, you want filthy Democrats. You want to talk about just fucking despicable Mm -hmm. uh, people
0: get that that was the the start of a new era i think (laughs) that was the start that was the start of a whole new level of filth underneath the filth that democrats already were i mean that that was the start of a whole new tunnel towards hell
1: And, and i really quickly found out who i could trust in my Facebook friends and Facebook oh, yeah. friends in yep. general, like if you're that dumb to believe this old washed up, yep. Hey, kawantaha, this lying sack of shit. And you like actually believe, you know, if you're dumb enough, to believe all women, uh, without proof, excuse me. Hello. Uh, then I knew like who Well,
0: who and had attack and try to ruin this guy's life over it. Oh, I mean, yeah, that was I mean, you could maybe be like, well, I'd like to understand the situation a little bit more. That's being reasonable or at least mm-hmm. giving the benefit of the doubt. But these people just tried to ruin this guy's life. Yep. And it's t- just was oh, ugh. don't get me started. It's disgusting. Disgusting.
1: Uh, Then we have AcademicComposition.com. Go to AcademicComposition.com. If you would like to have somebody else write your college papers for you, it's perfectly all right because corporations uh, outsource all their menial tasks. Hell, a lot of your professors didn't write their own papers. I'll guarantee you that. They don't grade them. They don't grade them, yeah. So go to AcademicComposition.com and have Alex and his crack team of writing staff Write your papers for you. Alex is also always looking to hire writers and marketers. So if you're looking for a job, go to academiccomposition.com. Contact Alex. Tell him Cappy sent you. And that way he keeps advertising on the show. Um, I'll go through the rest of the stuff later.
0: Uh, Wouldn't it be hilarious if that Alex guy is partially responsible for the increase in leftist nonsense in colleges. Like he writes those no. papers so well, he writes them so well that, that when you hand them in, the professors are like, oh, yeah, I guess my propaganda is catching on.
1: I'm going to try to even go, go further with it. I'm looking. <laughs> it's all his to...
0: fault. It's all his fault.
1: <laughs> uh, ice knows wants to know what the, uh, uh, size of the guns were on the Yamoto, the Japanese battleship. They were 18.1 inch, <clears throat> those are the largest one. 18.1 inch uh, guns, almost as big as these, baby. Uh, people really want tra- me to do a what?
0: blood shackles rant. Yeah, well, we'll get there.
1: Sound like a <laughs> good time day. for blood. <laughs> He's gotta be in the spirit and uh, he has to have some spirit. And it's nice
0: outside. I kinda nice. wanna I kinda yeah, want it's get nice done.
1: outside. DT's gotta stay indoors because you know, <laughs> I'm not gluttonous, I'm not slothy. I oh, how far well, are we well, go, Are you gonna walk down to the to the to the mailbox? I already told to you mailbox? I'm
0: exploring the I'm exploring the property.
1: Your property's not that big. Yeah, but it's it's uh treacherous. All right, all right. Well so, um <clears throat> got a couple articles here for you. And you're going to be, they all, all three have something in common and I think you're going to guess it. Okay. Um, but here, did you hear about the St. Paul public school? That's over, uh, it's construction yes. overages. It's over budget. <laughs> this is not, it's total, but it's over budget by 179 million. This is hilarious. Yep. yeah. At a St. Paul school board meeting Tuesday night, board members learned their $500 million, that's half a billion dollars. Uh-huh. <laughs> five year facilities plan was significantly over budget. Three million, years
0: in. Three years in, right?
1: Three years in. $500 million is high. That's a lot of money. That's a big program, consultant Chapel Jordan of Jacobs Engineering told the board. Uh, Jordan said the district overages totaled $179 million <clears throat> just three years into the five year plan. He said things were added to school projects that couldn't be accommodated with the allocated money. I Do we have to go any further than saying you're dealing with leftists? You're dealing with teachers. You're dealing with assholes, leftists, cocksuckers who've never worked a real job in their lives, and they just think they can add shit to it because they've never paid for shit in their lives. Is that generally what we could say about well, this?
0: Well, yeah, yeah, and this, you know— this is sort of up my alley because it's engineering and it mm-hmm. sounded like a lot of their overages were due to the fact that they didn't understand what exactly was going on in these facilities. <laughs> and who that's who what, didn't that's understand? What...
1: The builders or the? or the... Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like the builders and the engineers. It's like they, the, there are site issues and complications with construction and stuff like that. And so that's just poor engineering. That's just poor uh, investigation. I guess so the... they didn't, they did not include contingencies, but contingencies are tops twenty percent of what? your. If, if you've just done the bare amount of investigation, you add a twenty percent contingency to your budget to make sure because you're going to run across stuff that you right. that are unforeseen. They didn't have a contingency, but one hundred and seventy nine million dollars of a five hundred. I'm sure they they haven't done the full five hundred yet. Yeah, that's forty so percent that, exactly. So it's well beyond. This is. This is incompetence, so for sure.
1: Uh, all right, but it's on the part of the engineers.
0: Well, or, or the the, you know, sometimes these boards will hire people that tell them what they want to hear. Or the, are you, you saying know? these board
1: members <laughs> hire people they might even know? Maybe that too. Like, exactly. P, what was it, PFE or PGE? There was that that uh, Pacific Educational Educational Consultant Group out in California and they were getting millions of dollars from the St. Paul public schools. It turns out like one of them was a buddy of like a principal yeah. or a board member or something. We're not saying that here. That, that could be, could be
0: part of the problem. No, I,
1: I just, I just, but I'm it's
0: a, the, a lot of times um, city councils and boards and things like that. They'll hire the engineer that tells them what they want to hear. And that's why that kind of civil engineering field is such bullshit because you, to get ahead, you kind of have to not be ethical. Okay. And uh, right. so th- this does not surprise me at all. I Somebody just... got the contract because they told the board what they wanted to hear. Oh, yeah, you're going to be able to do all these great things for this amount of money. And and when if, if an engineer worth their salt probably was telling them something differently.
1: Okay. So uh, that's the St. Paul Public Schools. Mm-hmm. Mm, The Uh, coffee's good. mm, The coffee's good. San Francisco (laughs) residents buy boulders, place them on sidewalk to thwart homeless tents. (laughs) Remember, I I tell you, I don't. Yeah, I don't care. I you voted it the fucking fuck you. I'm glad you have to spend money on that's hilarious. So the boulder market is booming in San Francisco. Well, (laughs) have you seen? Have you seen? It completely negates the point of a bench, but in some of these cities, they've started putting like uh, golf ball size—like you cut a golf ball in half—and they put these bumps on uh, park benches, really? so the homeless won't sleep on them,
0: and and everybody else wanting to sit no, on them is uncomfortable. And no one could sit on
1: them. <laughs> People are carrying their own. See pillows. how smart our our uh, municipal oh leaders God. are. They're just so smart. Uh, residents of a San Francisco side street are so fed up with tents pitched on the sidewalk by homeless people that they have trucked in boulders to discourage camping. About two dozen of the massive rocks, each weighing hundreds of pounds, create barriers on a half block stretch of Clinton Park, a side street off Market and Dolores Streets. The boulders don't block the sidewalk, but do limit the space available for tents. Neighbor David Smith Tan. See, hyphenated name. It all it's, it's all leftist, guys. It's all mm-hmm. laziness. Yep. Lazy fucks end up paying in the end told KTVU that his family received a letter from the neighborhood about a month ago addressing the sidewalk problem. A bunch of my neighbors, we all chipped in a few hundred dollars, and I guess this is what they came up with, he said. Smith Tan said the area is frequented by drug users who who shoot up and stay overnight. Let me look up David Smith Tan and see if I can find out what his politics are.
0: So what would be the, you know, now they've fixed the homeless problem with boulders. Now... Now, what's going to be the problem? <laughs> it's going to be cars cars driving off the side of the road into the clear zone. What's supposed to be clear now? There are boulders there. And oh, people are oh being God. launched out of
1: windows. Oh God! Oh God! DT, this is great. Okay. I found him. I found him. Okay, poor guy. I'm not going to say where he works. <clears throat> There's no reason to 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 do this. He doesn't make a lot of money. Okay, let's just say he doesn't make a lot of money. He's a a, a younger fellow. Okay. Okay. So all right. His education is at the June Jordan School for Equity. And oh. uh he, he takes <laughs> course called Poetry for the People. So took, yeah. So uh, he
0: so he gave money for boulders to stop homeless people? And he went to the he t-
1: he's a leftist, that's all I'm pointing out.
0: But well, what a hypocrite. <laughs> he should be out there I, saying poetry
1: to these people <laughs> or something. They don't make the connection. The the left, especially Californians, they don't make the connection wow. to voting in free shit for everybody and the dredges of society sleeping on the sidewalk. They don't make the connection. They think it's something else. I uh, uh Jennifer Freidenbach, Executive Director of Coalition on Homelessness, told KTUV the border installation is an example of anti-homeless architecture. Yeah, I know. Boulders are going to be racist now. Oh, my God. (laughs) Look at all that. Look at all that racism. You you see, it's, it's all about playing to the lowest common denominator and having no responsibility. You know, you're not entitled to enjoy your house that you spent, what, in San Francisco? Half a million at least. Sure. On a home, you're not allowed. You have to. You have to be the slave of homeless uh, junkies who shit and sleep on your sidewalks. Uh huh. We have 1,200 people on the wait list for a shelter. That's for tonight. People have nowhere to go. I, they have I have a tons question. Of
0: places to go. Could they, they get did. a
1: job? Unemployment's three point something percent. I mean, could, you could get a job. Is that possible? There are en-
0: aren't there entire neighborhoods in Detroit that are basically abandoned? I mean, it's not a problem of homelessness or not having a house.
1: Well, it's also infrastructure. I mean, if you don't have electricity or water, you're just going to be squatting.
0: But there's all and, kinds of towns that you know the the housing's really cheap. We got more housing than we know what to are do. Are there with, jobs George.
1: there? That's the other thing. There's no jobs right. in Detroit. You need you need jobs, okay? Well, there's this thing called squatting. <laughs> you know? I I just it they'll do anything not to work. That's what it boils down to. Right? They're expecting you. To be so disrespectful of yourself that bums can crash out in front of your parking or your on your sidewalk, actually <clears throat> shoot up drugs, and that you you owe it to them. Right. It's not that they're lazy or they're losers or they mad made, made bad choices and they have to go you know suffer the consequence of those choices, or that <clears throat> they could go somewhere else, go to a jobs program. No, the whole world just has to support this entire uh, parasitic. And bum class, yet at the same time, slave owner class. These bums are technically your slave owners in San Francisco mm-hmm. because you have to accommodate them. Nice. You have to work and give them your sidewalk. Yep. You have yep. no rights. None. And boulders are, what was it, anti Anti-homeless architecture. architecture, only a worthless Kuantaha, who's never worked a day in her life would come up with a phrase like that. Really? I don't even have to look up Jennifer Friedenbach because we can all predict what she is with 100% accuracy. <clears throat> I mean, she's not going to be good looking. We know that. Uh, the city does not plan to remove the boulders because they don't block the sidewalk. San Francisco okay. public work department spokeswoman Rachel Gordon said Tuesday, she added that the department is looking into sanctioning the installation. Gordon said she's not aware of any other grassroots effort in San Francisco, which neighbors have pooled resources in order to pay for anti-tent barriers. And so you know, they, here's, here's, here's another boulevard? thing.
0: I, I got a specific question: is, Are yeah. they putting it on the boulevard, or is it on their own property? I think it's on the property, or
1: the, uh, it's on their own property.
0: It okay, doesn't well, then block. They can do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah.
1: Um. Have you noticed that these, when you see pictures of these tents, they're awfully nice tents. Yeah. The picture here is a Coleman tent. Those aren't cheap, right? These guys got money for drugs, but they don't—they don't have money to like go to the, you know, get shaved up, cleaned up, get a suit, and go get a job. Uh,
0: you can probably find tents on eBay for
1: pretty cheap. I bet. Are you saying they have internet access? <laughs> probably. <laughs> How much you want to bet they got smartphones and all that? Oh, I'm cheap? sure. You know, hang on, hang on, let me clear this out here. Um, and then the last one. We've talked Minneapolis. we talked San Francisco. What is the uh, other shittiest well, city either, in the
0: nation? It's either, well, it's e- well, I could name three. Chicago, Portland, or New York City. Portland. Hit it with yeah. Portland.
1: Portland voters put a 1% tax on large retailers. Complain when retailers pass it on to them. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, <clears throat> you just got to eat John. it.
0: You got to eat that cost. Don't you have that money tree that you can just? Take that 1% off. Of so th- it?
1: this is a quote. Okay. I wish people would use quotes and not lines. Uh, One of the great myths of public policy is that politicians decide who pays a tax. They might call it something like the Medicare medical provider tax in the expectation that medical providers will pay it, but whether or not they do pass it on to medical consumers instead of is outside the politician's control. I wrote this back in May explaining how elasticities determine the incidence of a tax, i.e. who really bears the burden. An example comes from Portland, Oregon. Terry Wisner stared down his Safeway grocery receipt in confusion in mid-September after he noticed being charged an extra $0.03 for buying a package of $2.99 napkins. The $0.03 charge was listed as a tax. He called over the store attendant while still in the self-checkout line at the Southeast Woodstock Boulevard branch and asked about the charge. The worker pointed to a laminated sign nearby. It's right there. Portland instituted a voter-approved clean energy surcharge in January, imposing a 1% tax on paper products, wine, beer, household items, and other products, the sign said. The surcharge began appearing in Safeway customers' receipts on September 9th, and people should contact the city of Portland if they had any concerns, uh, according to the notice. Now, here's where it comes in. I didn't remember voting for any kind of tax, said Wisner74. I later learned that this was meant to be a tax on business not the people. Frankly, it just made me angry. It wasn't about the three cents. It's about the spirit of this charge and how it had been passed on to me. Uh. I, don't have to, I don't have to read through the rest of the article. You know what? Let's look up Terry Weisner, baby boomer. Fuck that he is He doesn't understand. Checking
0: for house. three cents extra.
1: Well, it, it's not that. No, it's, I know. He voted
0: for something thinking that he wasn't going to be affected, that it's only somebody else that's going to get affected. Those people. Are gonna pay. Get them.
1: Um. This could be a different Terry Weisner. I mean, this is like. Um. This could they, be it. This could be it. He went to school at Portland State, in 1963. This very well could be the guy. Um. I don't know.
0: I mean, are we that? Are, are people? Are people? I mean, obviously, oh, people Terry are Weisner, that. Terry Wisner,
1: Democrat. He's a Democrat. He there voted. There it is. He's a Democrat. Okay. Democrats. Well, Republicans know that a tax
0: on a business is passed through. I mean, we all, that's like basic economic stuff. That's basic there, reality understanding.
1: I, we understand that. Yeah. But most people don't but understand. But Democrats don't. No, Democrat, and they refuse to. But I'm going to explain so that even they will understand it. You cannot heap taxes, regulatory expenses, or just expenses in general on a business To the point it is no longer profitable. Because if it is no longer profitable, the business will simply stop. It won't be in business. It won't make the money to pay its employees. It won't make the money to pay uh, its suppliers and vendors. And then you will not have a Safeway grocery store. This is a very simple example of how there is no groceries in Venezuela. This is why there are empty shelves. You cannot make it to the point that a business is unprofitable because it will not be able to afford its expenses that are required to put the produce and the food and, and, and provide the gas, whatever other type of business that it is. <clears throat> so when you when you add this expense, by default, it has to be passed on to the consumer because if you keep whittling away out of its profits, it inevitably won't have a profit. Now, a lot of people would say, Well, that's fine. The rich corporations and executives and the shareholders, then they should have to pay and give it up. And you can say that and you can absolutely make that argument. But then soon, you're not going to have enough money to pay executives. Your executives are not going to go work there. You're going to have dipshit executives like this Terry Weisner guy go and work there who doesn't understand basic accounting. But the other thing is that you're not going to be able to raise funds from investors to start businesses if they don't get a certain percent rate return on their money. That's the real reason. Yes, there's going to be profit left over for the executives and for the shareholders. Right, The executives are required to run the company. You can argue about whether they should be paid that amount or not. And then the shareholders get the profits. If you take away profits, nobody's going to invest. No one's going to build factories. No one's going to build grocery stores because they're not going to get their money in return. Why should someone give up their time in the form of their money that they sacrificed and labored for in an investment or through their and care, their IRA, if you're not going to pay them a rate of return? Mm-hmm. It's just parasitism, just dipshit parasitism. You right. guys just want free shit. You don't want to pay for anything, but you, but, but, but you want all of it for free.
0: You want to hear my, even taking this guy's argument, Mm -hmm. that kind of face value, giving him the benefit of the doubt and see if you agree with this. So yeah, a hundred percent of that tax doesn't have to be passed on to the consumer, right? I mean, they could decide to lessen, they could, they they could decide whatever they want, but there could
1: be a lower dividend payment to all the women who are on a fixed income who are old Democrats in Portland and rely on it. Yes.
0: Could be anything, right? Could be anything, but they are in competition with other businesses. And so what, what capitalism, what competition does is they, it, they're they not colluding with each other. They want the customers of the other grocery store. And so, yeah, they don't want to pass on as much of that percent tax as they can. So they get as many customers as they can. So w- there's going to be a certain amount that's passed on, period, to the, to the consumer. I just and, but it depends on the competition, it depends on, you know, what they're competing for your dollar. So ultimately it's people's choice too of of where they're shopping that determines how much of those costs are passed on.
1: Right. I just get tired tired of adults who should know better. This is a 74-year-old man. And I know mm-hmm. we pick on the millennials. The millennials are in the 30s now. When the fuck do you people grow the fuck up? Right, exactly.
0: They've when lived, do you
1: get yeah. your? Do you really, deep down inside, think that something in life is for free? Wouldn't you have figured out by now, through even the laws of physics, the conservation right. of mass law, action reaction equal and opposite? That if if it was possible, we could just print off more money. If it was that easy, like the the leftist solutions are always so easy. We just print off more money. We just tax three. If it was that simple, wouldn't we have figured it out by now? When right. we said, holy shit, it works. Let's do it. No, it do- they try it. They've tried it several times in varying levels and stages and degrees. And the higher you tax, the slower your economic growth. Period. End of discussion. Yeah. There's a,
0: that idea. The Laffer curve has that ideal amount. That's the most you can recoup. This and is it's the most usually a lower, tax. you know, it's the revenue versus the tax rate. Depends
1: and- on how cucky your population is. Like the, the Scandinavians, they can't wait to throw the right. money
0: away. That's true.
1: Latinos, they're very capitalist. They right. do not. Yeah. If you tax them, fuck it. I'm not working. Go to hell. <clears throat> Swedes. Oh, they just can't wait to have you enslave them. If I was ever president. I just like, hi, hey, how you doing your territory? Yeah. Yeah. We like. Your caribou. What, what what does Sweden have? What would we want out of Sweden? They got you forest have forests and stuff. Yeah, they have forests. Let's take Norway instead. They got some oil. Hi, how you doing? We're gonna take you guys. Sweden Sweden has blonde girls, right? <laughs> blonde oh, women. Yeah. Have you ever met a Swedish girl? <laughs> no. <laughs> you think Minnesota women are somewhat on the cool side? <laughs> <laughs> Frozen, huh? Frozen is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, more Elsa. than one pun there.
0: Elsa from Frozen. Oh my
1: god, I might actually have to go see that movie with the nieces. I pulled up to the nieces yesterday. One had an Elsa dress on. And I'm like, "Oh crap." And I knew a new movie was coming out. Yeah, it's coming out. And they really want to go see that movie and I'm like, you know "Oh, what? you know what my
0: my eldest daughter said cuz we've been we've been slowly kind of talking about politics with them and just I mean the reason why we moved out here was to get away from democrats right, right? so right. they're curious as to you know well, why are democrats so bad and we saw the the trailer for Frozen and and my my oldest said something like she loves Frozen right okay she said something like well, I hope they don't make Elsa gay. <laughs> Something <laughs> like that. It's just like parenting. Win.
1: Yeah, <laughs> she gets there. You it. go. That's the Democrats. That you, that you go over there with yep. the Democrat, right? Yeah. Uh, Luis Soto four ninety nine says, "What's up, Cappy T- DT? What's up, Luis? How you doing? Hey, Luis. Um, Luis is a huge fan of Mary Jo. Probably the biggest fan. Whenever I put a picture up, he always sends some kind of funny GIF." Uh, from a movie or something like that, and she and I'll send it to her, and she's like, "Oh, he's so... Hey, Luis, she's single. Maybe she, you guys could get together." She's always dating like investment bankers and fighter pilots and rich guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think we're all caught up. That, oh, that's so, it, man. That, well, that well, was, well,
0: just to summarize those three stories. Yeah,
1: can you can you guess the common thread?
0: Well, it's the coffee's good. It's right. this is just reap what you sow, baby. This is great news. This is just like point and laugh, sit back and watch. This is exactly
1: what should happen. They do it to themselves, man. Yep. They, who's going to pay for that $179 million overage? It's going to be the St. Paul Democrat voters, right? Because there's that's all they have there. Who's, and this is why you gotta get the fuck away from them.
0: This is why you've got God. to escape whatever shithole leftist city you're in. You gotta get away because they're never gonna learn, they're never gonna stop. Never, this is a murder better. suicide. It's a murder suicide patch. That's what it is. I mean, would you stay with somebody who wants to do murder suicide? No, you wouldn't. You get nope. you get as fucking far away from them as possible. They will what? take you down.
1: See, and what I also found is a lot of them they just get stuck in their physical environment and they can't think of moving out of San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, a lot, I saw that in Chicago when I lived in Chicago, I'm like, well, let's get a car and get out of here. Like, why, where would we go? I'm like, I don't know. Wisconsin, Uh, you know, Galena, uh, go to Indianapolis. Oh no. Why would we go there? So <clears throat> a lot of people just kind of stay in the squalor and the filth. Yep. And it doesn't dawn on them to leave. And so I think they're in this cacophony, and everyone tells them the same thing. Oh, yeah, I'm a Democrat, leftist, social, whatever. And it, it, since it's such the background, you know, like a tree or a blue sky, they don't think that that's the problem because they think that just comes with the environment. Mm-hmm. And and it, they little do they realize that is what's turning their otherwise previous cities that were gorgeous back in the 50s, 60s, right. 90s, 40s, right. not the 70s, start turning shit then. You have you have these great wonderful cities, beautiful architecture, and you got shit on the streets. Right, and it can't ever possibly be that you guys all vote in for Marxist leftist shit on the municipal level. And I was like, I don't know. And what's fu- what's sad about cities is your producers and your your responsible people can leave; they just leave. Well, they should. Well,
0: <clears throat> too many of I- them stay. I mean, the only reason they're staying afloat is because of the productive people, and and yeah. You know. I'd love and there's some, there's like this there's like this mistaken responsibility, like, oh, I need to do my part, I need to fight the good fight. I need to sit here and just complain about it and vote every two, four years mm-hmm. for the right candidate who always loses, but I'll just keep doing my thing because I love my city or whatever. And it's like, you know what? Cities can be rebuilt. Look what happened to all of Europe during World War II. I mean, yeah. if they destroy things. It's like the, what are the boondock saints where the guy does the speech, men build things and then we die. It's what we (laughs) fucking do. It's in our DNA and that's what we do. So you just go after the the dust settles, after you've let it burn, then you come back and you build it up again and you build it better.
1: Yeah. Right. No, (laughs) I just want my house. Dude, I'm I'm sounding so like Thanos. I want my house to look at the sunset. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and have my coconut drink or whatever he was making. He was making some kind of fruit drink when he was in the in the latest movie. But that's the whole thing with that that's
0: what I did not like about uh I don't know if you ever watched it. Did you ever watch uh not the one after infinity where what? Uh, Endgame?
1: Endgame. Yeah, I did finally find I watched it on uh, on the uh on the flight.
0: It was just they had the perfect opportunity to kind of show well, maybe Thanos was right. You know, instead they show it's like half of the people are still alive, yeah, and and like boats can't get into port and they're crumbling. It's like it was. No, you'd still you life would go on. You'd re and you didn't have to rebuild anything. You just have to maintain things. I think I think it would have been much more interesting if people were guilty. Like, wow, actually, things are pretty good right. (laughs) Things are (laughs) pretty good right now. Kind of.
1: I got my neighbor's car and his (laughs) wife. (laughs) Right,
0: You know, it's kind of was Tony Stark's dilemma that he had a really nice home life. Things were better for him. And he felt guilt. He was like, well, should I really go back and try to change things? So um, yeah. Anyway, I think, I think, uh, yeah, things, things, things would be better. I think things would, things would work out better. All right, and that's so that's now, the whole point of your you know your Thanos looking at the sunset or whatever. There is that. What do you do next after you achieve that yeah, kind of let no, it burn? No, I've,
1: so I've, I think I've gotten to the point where I'm not I'm I'm done banging my head against the wall. There is no, there is nothing after. Um, you just
0: watch it burn and then
1: yeah, because we done? well no there's there's it's a it's what else is there to do? oh I got to do something after. No, it's no, all no, done. no, no, no. Follow me in on this. All of human existence, for the most part, the vast majority, I mean, except for kings and queens, has been just beating Maslow's hierarchy of needs, beating poverty, beating hunger, getting stability, getting safety. Yep. And I went from fucking zero to hero on that. That's Mm -hmm. one thing I'm very proud of. I am the, what is it, the classical American story from nothing to something. Sure. But because of technology... Because of advances in economics, uh, and especially now because of the internet, because we can share this wisdom, and men invest their time more wisely rather than the pursuit of women all the time instead of being obsessed about women. You still pursue women, but you pursue other things. There is, except bar an economic collapse, a wave or a generation of men and some women who are going to also blast through Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Before you die. And you're going to get there. And since there's been so few people that have done this, there isn't anything built in this intellectual philosophical world. There's nothing. There's Uh other rich people that you can maybe hang out with. And by rich, I mean, like, if you have the money, I guess you could fly F-16s, but then you get bored. It reminds me when I worked uh, security that one time, we did a protection detail for one of the Saudi princes. And he came in, an old guy, when he's here, Prince, think old. They're not, there's a, there's thousands of them. But anyway, so he came in with an entourage of 120 people. This guy had all the money in the world. These people had all the money in the world and they were zombies. Right. Cause they had nothing to do. The women would buy the most random shit just to get a fix to buy it. I think one of his wives bought a package, like a box of, um, uh, hand sanitizers from Walmart they go to Walmart just as likely as they would go to Neiman Marcus right because wealth it, it didn't, didn't matter yeah. didn't, there was no there was no value there was no pricing I could afford everything and right. they are the most lethargic zombie-like people ever yep. they're just just dead inside <clears throat> and I think when you get to that point, there's nothing there's nothing and instead of trying to find something or build something which I don't think you can even build anything, because what do you build? You can do philosophy. You can write books. You could do you could create art. That's about as as much as my brain has come with. Or you could participate in hedonism and you could do drugs and you can go get laid and you can adventure and do whatever. I've done a little bit of that too. But in you know, when you got 30, 20 years left, you get there and it's like, you know what? I think the trick is to stop fighting it. Stop trying to find something and just do what Thanos did. I want to sit in my little hut. (laughs) <laughs> and look at the sunset
0: uh-huh.
1: and accept there is nothing else to do to forgive yourself of the labor of something else. To, there'll always be something that you go, <clears throat> I'll always travel and visit people. I'll always write a book. i always do this, but there's nothing left. You crossed it. You have ran the marathon. It's over. Right. Um, and so it, it's, there there's, it's very wise. Now the killing the half, the people, I could see that too sometimes, but, uh, where you just want to sit and yeah. And then what else would you do? What else your kids, they grow up, they go have their family and they visit you on Christmas and Thanksgiving. What are you and Mrs. DT going to do?
0: going to hang out.
1: Right. That's what you
0: do. <laughs> no, I think, I think you're right. And I think, but I'm going to put a little bit of different spin on it. I think that's why society has gone nuts is because Maslow's hierarchy of needs is sort of met. And there's nothing there, and they're, and and that's why they're all into destroying things because because there's it's a lot helps. easier to destroy than to create, and right. so they've got everything taken care of, and they got all this extra time, and so it's like, well, what do we do? And and that's why things are going so so insane right now. Rather than yeah, just sit back and relax, man. You got running water, you got you flush your shit and goes down the drain. you Don't mm-hmm. have to worry about it anymore. All these great things that technology and society has provided for fucking everybody. But that's not enough. You know, it's that, not enough for them and, for whatever reason. It's not enough. They feel like they got to do something else, and doing something else is destroying everything. Right.
1: Because what, what angers me about that is you have the choice to do something good or destroy something that's good. Mm-hmm. And so many people choose to destroy something that's good because it's hard to build. You hit it on the head, it's hard to do something and build something good because mm-hmm. they're lazy. Right. They will choose la- their laziness, even outpowers the evil they'd rather be they'd rather be Mm -hmm. their their desire the morality to avoid evil no they'd rather be evil because they're that lazy because if you thought about it you get all this time in the world you can hit the gym you can make yourself physically beautiful uh, or physically handsome you could maybe start another company you could write any anything else what do most people do they protest they protest against this they protest again they come up with phrases like fucking uh, anti-homeless architecture Mm-hmm. I mean, just just the most despicable filth. I mean, filth is the true word. Yeah, uh, they choose. To I hope it that catches
0: cook- on, man. I hope it really catches on.
1: Well, filth it is. It is. But-, <laughs> but that's that's what they're going to do. They're going to shoot up heroin shit on the streets because, while well, I got my government check. Yep. You know, that's and then if that's the case and that's a fine, the human race doesn't deserve to live. But I'm going to be on the other side. I'm going to choose to be one of the productive people or at least the good people. And I don't want anything. I don't want riches. I mean, yeah, fine. Send money. I'll take it. It'll help with retirement, but, uh, I'm going to look at the sunset and I'm going to smoke my cigars. I'm going to go on my hikes and then I'm going to die. That's basically, (laughs) unless someone's got a better idea, that sounds like a pretty great fucking plan to me.
0: But, but in the event that everything collapsed, you would do something after that because then Maslow's hierarchy of needs does kick in yeah now I'm not and you've got you've gotta survival, do
1: something right. you yeah. gotta do something I don't know I may I may I tried to set up like, and I maybe I really ought to join the three percent group uh because you need a group of people that's a free, you need a team you need a tribe if that happens and I've tried to form a mm-hmm. tribe um I've tried to put together like a, a quote unquote militia and everybody else and you know, it was like silver dollar bikini? Nobody wanted. To, oh yeah, that's a great idea. Oh no, well we got to work out. We got to learn how to you know repair and maintain guns and shoot them. We got to learn about survival. Oh no, I, I'm gonna watch TV instead. So it would kind of be more like, well, do I bite the bullet? You know, do I go? Do I go out blazing and you know taking out as many of these communist assholes as I possibly can, or do I you know okay join the three percent group or you know join the team in South Dakota and like. We're you know, uh what's the what's the the zombie show you like watching? Oh walking dead. Yeah. Yeah, you know, okay, here's our fort. We're starting all over again. But if I'm <laughs> doing that, I'm the fucking leader, the undisputed leader. <laughs> You're gonna do what I fucking say when I fucking say it. And guess what? Guess what? I'm issuing new watches. You know what these watches are gonna tell? Actual time. Clary time. Okay. You do it when I want it done. None of this. Well, we'll get around to. It. I mean, everyone is going to learn Clary's speed, <clears throat> and then, then that's the only way I'd stick around because I'm not. I'm not going to be a post-apocalyptic world with a bunch of fat, pasty dopes who are used to having everything, you know, Uber delivered to them for their doorstep and their food. And oh, what do you mean I got to go and sharpen the pikes? Whoa, what do you mean I got to go and and boil the water? <sighs>
0: I always just advise people, you know, you're going to want to be a part of the solution. Whatever comes next, you're going to want to be a part of it. You know, you might have to compromise a few of your principles. You might have to, you know, you might have to go along to get along, but you're going to want to be a part of whatever solution comes about. And no, the, not. the closer you
1: can, you know, figure that out beforehand, the better, I guess. The good thing, there's one good thing to look at uh, economic collapse. There's one good thing all men should look for in economic collapse. What's that? Your women will actually be thin and hot. (laughs) Because everybody's starving. Everyone's starving. They'll (laughs) actually be. You'll want to fuck your wives again. (laughs) Why was everybody so thin and svelte during the depression? It just looks like a glorious time because they were starving. (laughs) Ray John, worth getting married around early 30s? Yeah, if she comes Uh, around, sure. If there's the right girl, sure. $1.99 Yep. $1.99 from Nick. Why did so- society pass the point? Oh, when did society point pass the point of no return? I would say, I want to say the progressive era, 1913, once we put in the Federal Reserve and the income tax, that was it, at least for the United States. Yeah,
0: there's some inevitability to what's happening now based on things that have happened in the past, for sure. Yeah. But I would say, I mean... Honestly, I mean, I moved for a reason. I do think things are past the point of no return right now. But there is that small, slim chance if Trump wins again that we can turn this thing around. But if he oh, if please. he loses, if he loses the next election, it's definitely gone. It's definitely done. There's nothing yeah. left.
1: Um, so. when now, see, I'm not too aware of the history of suffrage in this world. Some people would say it's when we gave women the right to vote. I disagree with that. I would say it's when you were no longer required to own property yep. that you could vote. Did, I'd agree with that. Yeah. When Well, what I'm, my question, because again, I don't know the history. We went from, okay, you had to be white and you had to be male and you had to be a uh, property owner. It well, didn't inter- just all of a sudden, all right, now everyone gets to vote with the, what was it? The 19th Amendment for where women got to vote. Was there a point in time where it's like every... Person who owns property can vote. Was there ever a point of time in that in U.S. history?
0: It, uh, no, I don't think so. I don't th- see the the interesting thing about the whole voting history. I mm-hmm. think I'm not an expert on it, but so much of our government was based on states' rights in the past that the states kind of decided they kind of decided that. All yeah, right. I mean. So so, you know, when they made um, senators uh, voted in by popular vote, that makes the right to vote that much more important. Right. And so yeah. it it has I think it has more to do with the structure of government than than who is actually voting, because once they started taking more power away from the states, then, yeah, your vote is, you know, the yeah, right I, to vote is really important. But if all most of the power lay in the states. Um, whether you voted or not didn't really matter as long as your state was in control and you, and you could vote for people in your state.
1: Right. I Um, would, I would say, I don't think it happened in us history, but when you no longer had to own property to vote, that I think was the real beginning of the end and the mm -hmm. point of no return because you were no longer vested. Now you could also say, see, that's the other thing is I don't think it ever existed where all races and all genders could vote as long as you own property. I don't think that exists. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, so there's that. Some people would say FDR with the New Deal. Um, but I, I would say it's when we started giving the vote, basically the vote to people who didn't work. Right. Like anyone could vote. Certainly, like in Minnesota, you don't need an ID to vote. That That's, throw that away. Right. It's over right. now. I mean, that, but yeah, I would say uh, 100 years ago, well we're we're
0: misanthropes and the more a system becomes a pure democracy, the worse it gets, you know, because people are selfish pieces of shit. No, so I, I, no, I yeah.
1: don't, I don't. <laughs> Nick for another dollar ninety nine, maybe write a companion to Enjoy the Decline called. Good, that's what should happen. Well, yeah, you assume that the printing presses are even going to be going on by that time. I uh oh. <laughs> I'm not gonna be writing books. I'm gonna be you know, defending castle Clary and hunting antelope. I just sh- think,
0: I think people's idea of what a collapse is going to look like is, 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 I don't know. It's a little romantic. I think it's going to suck. And it, it's, I think it's going to be, it could be real fast if something really bad happened, but I think it's just going to be this. Like you say, a slow decline. It's going to be a circle in the drain. It just keeps getting worse and, Keep worse, and worse. The
1: electricity on for old yeah. Thanos. I mean, Cappy. And uh, just keep the electricity on, and then when I die, I won't care. You guys can <laughs> send your seven-year-old boys to get their penises cut off and gender reassignment surgery, all you want, all you want. That's uh, all you have to do. Ray John, I just shot a load. Good for you, Ray John. You found your penis, <laughs> and that's it. Um, my books: Reconnaissance Man, uh, Black Man's Got Out of Poverty, Pat Economics, Worthless. Young person is indispensable got to choosing the right major. Enjoy the decline, accepting and living with the death of the United States. Curse of the High IQ, Poor Rich's Retirement, uh, Captain Capitalism Top Shelf, Captain Capitalism Reserved, <clears throat> and Love Letters to the Left, all available for sale on paperback, Kindle, and most of them audio. If you've already bought the books that you wanted to buy and have read them, please review them online. Doesn't cost you anything. It does cost you your time, though. And I do appreciate it if you do write a review. And some people have. Thank you very much, Ryan. Some, a lot more reviews have been coming in. So thank you very much. Uh, go ahead, buy those books. They will improve your life. Trust you, me. Uh, and they will get you a 10 times rate of return, 1000% rate of return. Because if you buy Poor Rich's Retirement and you start investing now, you will easily make back tenfold the $9 or the $12, whatever that book costs uh, for you to, um, to buy it. We also have my good buddy Adam Piggott's website, Pushing Rubber Downhill, and his book by the same name, Pushing Rubber Downhill, and a second book called Run Guts, Pull Cones. Pull Cones. Go to pushingrubberdownhill.com and check out Adam's podcast, blog, and his books, even though he's an Aussie bastard. Um, Then we got the League of Extraordinary Podcasters, TJ Martinell, Financial Survival Network, Silvio Canto's Canto Talk, O'Shea Jackson, BlackBrigade.org, TheGoddamnBacon.com, The School Sucks Project, Entrepreneurs in Cars, and NoncommunistScienceFiction.com. Check out those sites when you're bored here. And I think that's about it. Good Sounds good. Go. It's
0: nice outside. I'm going to go outside and enjoy the day.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go right, uh, and just so, so everybody knows, uh, How Not to Become a Millennial, my book that was slated for this November, unfortunately, of course, due to the medical stuff that happened this month, I uh, it's probably going to be December by the time that book is done, if not January, um, depending on how good I feel and how much energy I got. But um, that book, I have been working on it. I'm, I'm at the stage right now where I'm doing the data on- okay. uh, because I can't just come out and say the millennials are a failed generation. I have to prove it. And well, you could, but having footnotes might help. Yeah. There was a there was a piece of me that wanted to be very arrogant and flippant in that chapter. The first chapter um lays down the premise of the book that the millennials are such a horrific failure that we should look to learn from them, from their mistakes, so we never do anything as bad as this again. Yeah. And it's the most damning piece of literature I've ever written, that one chapter. It's the best piece, best chapter I've ever written in my entire life. its, it's it, I'm very proud of the work so far. Following that up, though, you need a chapter. like—and And here is the proof that you do indeed suck. Because you know right. every snowflake, every precious little fifi you're out there yeah. is going to come in. And I thought, like, I'll just do some basic key statistics. But then there was another piece of me to say, you know, a lot of people are going to argue that the millennials don't suck and that I should prove otherwise. Are you kidding me? We all know this. We all know. We've seen the stories, read the news. We saw the statistics. I don't need to make an argument for it. Go and look it up. But (laughs) that would be too in your face and too arrogant. So I went and I've been pulling data. And holy shit, it's even worse than I thought. (laughs) I mean, they suck. They saw a lot of it isn't their fault. Born into recession, baby boomer parents. Mm -hmm. I'm addressing that in the third chapter. But holy fucking failure to launch Batman. I mean, it is bad. It is really bad. So that is taking a long time just to pull all this data. To put it together, but yeah, it's, I hope
0: uh, it's kind of a we all saw this coming when we started giving them all trophies for nothing. You know, I mean, it's like well, <laughs> you, you need and more I evidence, saw it. We... You need more evidence than here, but you know, no. I kind of all predicted this when we gave them trophies for nothing.
1: <laughs> yeah, but but look at Gen X parents today, and look at even the millennial parents, older millennial parents today, they're fucking it up. They're, oh, they're yeah, doing they the same. They're, you know, no, they haven't learned. We're still giving kids participation trophies. Oh my god, is it a gluten free diet? My child has susceptibility to to carpet. I mean, it's it. And sadly, this book is not going to stop it. Gen Z is merely just the continuation of the millennials. It really, isn't a <clears throat> differentiation, but it's bad. It's really bad, and. um Mm, the coffee's good. And the coffee's good. I'm going to zan- uh, Thanos myself out there and just sip my coffee. Let it burn. Let it burn. So, will you take us out appropriately, please?
0: Toodles.